Big D from Richmond, Kentucky, and I am Lunatic Radio. This is Bert from Seattle, Washington, and I am Lunatic Radio. This is Chris from Tampa, Florida, and I am Lunatic Radio. Hey, I'm Ace from Orange County, and I am Lunatic Radio. Hey, this is Elizabeth from Chicago. How are you guys doing? And I am Lunatic Radio. Studio in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I am LunaticRadio.com. Our buddy filling in for Rock this week. Want me to start yelling like him? Yeah. No! Whee! Number to call in 646-233-4045. The Drunko Hotline number, which is a messaging system, everybody. 206-202-LUNAS-206-202-566. So when you go out and get hammered, and instead of embarrassing yourself in front of family and relatives and people you love, just call the Drunko Hotline. 206-202-LUNA. That's 206-202-5666. Email address, the show, lunaticradio.com. You got it. All right, there we go. We're all set. Big story on the uh, HLN. I love the HLN, Andrew Zarian. And Barry, by the way, and Kenny from Disco Vietnam who are joining us. What up? What up? Got new music to play this week. They're just hanging out there, drinking beers. I believe Barry's got a... Uh, Deucey. What do you got? I got that 22 22 mil light. The big uh, story going out is that 41-year-old teacher, he, uh, I gotta get into this, because it's so fucking, it, I don't know, I don't know. I, maybe it's because I dated a young girl once. Well, how many years? I mean... It's been a while, but okay. it, she was, yeah, it was 15 years difference, and uh, she was... Oh, you're uh, 30 and she was 15? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> close, no, right? It, it was close. It was, it was, no, she was legal on the cusp. She was barely. Okay. Yeah, no, she was legal when I uh, I met her. Yes. Uh, was she an adult or was she legal? Uh, not, a, not an adult. I wouldn't call an eighteen-year-old an adult. No, legally they're an adult. Yeah, legally okay. they're an adult. Yeah, because you know, seventeen is legal some places. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know whether or not to. Obviously, this guy's a moron because this guy was a forty-one-year-old teacher, right? And he had a wife and three children. We reported about this like 
about a month ago on the, on the LunaticRadio.com show. Uh, and he, he quit his job, left his wife and his three kids to go move into an apartment with this 18-year-old broad oh. who was a former student. Okay, but she wasn't like 14, 15. No, like, she wasn't yeah. 14. She was 18. Uh, former student meaning like, you know, two weeks after yeah. the fact. Okay. What do you think, Barry? You about this? <laughs> you good? I'm not about it. You're not about it? A me up? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're like you're like super low on my head. There you go. There you go. All right. And uh, he uh, moved in, quit his, uh, literally quit his life. 41 years old, and you literally throw everything, everything away you worked for and move into his broad. So she was, he was probably teaching for like 15 years. Something like least, that. Uh, at like, least 15. Like a veteran, like almost like 15, a veteran 16, teacher. Yeah. yeah. Got he's, that tenure. Oh, for 10 years, well, yeah. Why did he throw his career away? I mean, he he's with an 18-year-old. They I, moved in. I will say it because it's my show. Power of the pussy, my friends. Power Marvel. of the but, pussy. But no, no, no. I mean, and, and I don't mean it in the sense of like he banged her. I mean, how is he throwing away anything? I think that's... Was it out there that their relationship was open? Like, did people know about it? What was going on? They did not until she turned 18 and he quit his job and moved in with her. Oh, so he's dopey. He could have kept his he's job. He's a complete jacket. Yeah, he could have kept his on job. A pedestal. Yeah. But he was married and had a kid. He had married and three kids. Yo. How old was his wife? I who gives a fuck? 18. She wasn't 18. She was probably 40. This one's 18. It's probably sent around the same age as the guy. Yeah. You know? By the way, his name, uh, it's great. Uh, his last name's Hooker. <laughs> so it's Mr. Hooker, who is banging the 18-year-old and left his wife and three kids and moved into an apartment. He clearly had no money. Not a good-looking guy. This is not like a George Lo- and what Clooney she look like? looking teacher. How was she? She was, uh, yeah, she, like if you're in high school, you would bang her after uh, a couple drinks, two beers, you know, yeah, at a high school okay. party. She's like an Asbury Park six. She's a buzz bang. That's okay. what I'm saying. I don't mean to say that about a young lady, but. You know, she did get involved with a 41-year-old man, so Listen, she yeah, be... It happens so often. Really, does I it? I mean, we were talking... I, I don't mean, believe you, it. We were talking before. I don't know if you want to say it again on the air, but uh, it happens a lot. And I know for firsthand, like, in my school, my high school, there was a mm. guy... Uh, one Queens. The, Queens, New York. Queens, New York. Cardoza High School. It's, it was all over the news. Cardoza. Uh, Garrett Cardoza Harris. High Go ahead. Excellent high school. Mm. Great basketball team. Really? Football team, everybody's busting from the South Bronx. Everybody's 6'8", 320. All black Great guys. team. All right. Phenomenal team. Went undefeated this year. Did they? Yeah. Good for A little old Bayside, New York. Everybody's going D1 on that team. <laughs> uh, so th- this guy, good-looking guy, a social studies teacher, we used to all hang out. It was a weird thing with my graduating year. And the social studies department, because they were all like in their 20s. They were like early 20s, 24, 25. They still want to party. We, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're still young. I mean, 24, 25, I was a kid. A couple years ago. Yeah. I was thinking about starting an internet radio network. Yeah, bad idea. I tried that Awful too. idea. The worst decision ever. <laughs> Stupid young mistake. You're going to be the next hour's turn on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I get more I get more action on my Facebook page than I do on my own radio show. It's fucking ridiculous. Just got Go. dark. <laughs> the greatest thing in, in the opener, like we do an internet radio show. Half our viewers don't know what the internet is. Yeah, uh, that sums it all up. I really don't. So this we would all hang out. Like we would go out drinking. We would go to a bar. Hmm. We would all drink. 
Uh, and this guy always was eyeing the young girls, like 18, 19-year-old girls. So we always used to say, 17 will give you 20. But it was like a joke. Like, we didn't think he was banging them. Right. He would always say something. Turns out, the last day of school, he was hooking up with this girl. Uh, she wanted a relationship. Mm-hmm. He said no. She turned around and said, I'm going to tell everybody that we've been together. And she went to the cops and said that she he raped them. He, he raped her and then denied it. But either way... Turns out that they had sex. He got fired. He got arrested because she it, was she was underage. Sex before she was eighteen. Sex before she was seventeen. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Disco? Vita? And by the way, <laughs> she and this was a good-looking guy. Yeah. She was like a two. Does this happen more often now, or it, is it like a? It, it's a power is, it a, thing. is it a sign of the times? Maybe. No, nah, I think it happens at every high school and every community. Yeah. You just it doesn't come out. Every year. Yeah, but here's the thing. My dad was a teacher, and he's 68 years old. But I can't imagine... When he began teaching, he was 22. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine in his day and what? age when he was 22, he was going, yeah, look at a fucking broad in ninth grade. How, how, I can't what imagine... Is, what grade did he teach? He, he, well, he teached high school. High school, okay. But, but here's the thing, though. 22... A 22-year-old guy he was is going to look at a 16, 17, 18-year-old and be like, wow, look at her. It happens. I mean, it's just it's just how your brain is wired. Is it because we have the Facebooks, the MySpaces, MySpace is done, but the Instagrams, we got everything, right? Is it because a, a teacher could go home to his, his residence and go, I want to wonder what my students are doing. And he's 100%. Just, he's just going on Instagram and finding out all the hot chicks on in his class. I mean, is, is it that that's it's turning this into something that happens more often than not? Yeah, because you could start infatuating with certain people. You could start. Did I say that right? You're, you're infatuating. 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 Yeah. I said infatuating. It's, it's a lust thing. Well, yeah, because I now you could go not home. To correct people's grammar. Tonight. No, you could correct. Them. I mean, we correct got the whole yeah. That's not a word, dude. I mean, if you if if, if you even want infatuating. No. What was I trying to say? I don't remember. Barry, I knew it was wrong. From Disco Vietnam. Infatuated. Uh, he's infatuated. That's a word. He's infatuated. He's, yeah. He's, he's in lust. He's in no, lust. No, but what happens is they go home and, you know, the girl goes on summer vacation. She's going on putting her stuff on Facebook. And the guy could go on and be like, oh, look at her ass. Look at Britney's ass. Right. It happens. Absolutely. I think it's... It, 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 they're young girls. It's, it's a son. They, yeah, they're right. old guys. It's I can't, run away, little girl. It, it, here's here it is. It, it's the power of young girls. Young girl. I mean, girl, young girls. When you, as a man, when you get into your thirties and, and mid forties, uh, you, you always you know, young girl is a, is a fascination. Whether you're married or not, it's still the young yeah, girl is a fascination. Yeah, but the young girl, like the sixteen, seventeen, eighteen year old. Like, that's what you're talking about. No, I'm talking about the 18, 18 through, through 23-year-olds. Okay. There are fascinations yeah, dude, that's for young... that's what happens. Old, guys leave with, their with, women all the time for, like, some 18-year-old with a good rack, and, and the guy knows his role, you know? The guy knows that, you know, I'm going to put out a couple bucks. This guy's a colossal douchebag, by the way. This Mr. Hooker guy, because he did everything wrong in this situation. When, when you're going to... You're, you're a teacher and you're going to bang your student. You really shouldn't accept the invitation from Dr. Phil to come talk about your I relationship. Wonder, I wonder how much they paid him. Well, I, I don't know. I, well, he. I hope they paid him something yeah. because... He looked like an asshole. Teaching job, quitting it, he probably doesn't have much money. But let me tell you this. It happens in the in the other way around, too. Where it does. Uh, let me tell you, and you always think they're not hot. They are smoking hot. Seventh grade, 
uh, our uh, seventh grade art teacher, last day of school, I mean, when I tell you smoking, like like a nine, like a, she was a fucking nine, this girl. Young girl, she's like, oh, I got a new tattoo. There was like old guys in class, and we're like, oh, what did you get? And she goes, let me show you. Pulls down her pants, wearing a thong, shows a tattoo on her ass. It just makes you wonder, huh? But it's a power thing, right? She she just got... It's the power of the pussy. I said it... I mean, say it almost every... Weekly on the show. We should have a segment for it. The power of the pussy. Marvel. It, it, it's it's the reason why we all dress nice, like, as guys. <laughs> or, or comb, like, Andrew, your hair. It's the reason why you comb your hair. The reason why I comb my hair. reason why I... It's the reason why you shower, Barry. It's the reason why I Penny? wear a hat. I don't know. Kenny's faithful. He's a faithful man. He found his. <laughs> Kenny's not sure how many times. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's it, that's what it is. I mean, we all do whatever we do as men because we want that. Dude, I'm a married guy, and you see, you know, you're at the bar, and you see a yeah, couple good-looking girls, and you start peacocking. Everybody you're not does. At that point yet, though, but you, your your wife is extremely beautiful. So yeah, she's very pro plastic surgery. Yeah, and she's, she's going to get everything done. She's all about yeah. rehabilitating herself as the years come on. Hey, listen. <laughs> when she was, when she turned twenty, I yeah. said time for the boob job. When the house gets happens. remodeled. She'll she'll do it too. She'll she'll be remodeling. She's already gotten stuff done. She's mm-hmm. twenty five years old. So there you go. See. You got the perfect wife, but it's all about that. It's all about the the vagina. It, yeah. The whole world revolves around. But the vagina. isn't it the worst thing? Like you marry, let's say, your high school sweetheart, and she was a, a fucking knockout in high school, and a couple years go by, and she's just like a poor copy of what it was. Right. Like that has to that has that happens to a lot of guys. Yes. And it's like this isn't the person I married. This and then they go around. They they find someone young. Well, those are those are scumbags. The, the scumbags when the looks fade. Uh, yes, those are the scumbags. You think that's go, a scumbag move? I, I don't think, think it that's is. a scumbag move. No, I think it is. I think we're just programmed to go Absolutely. and find someone. It's a scumbag move. Barry, I checked out. It's a scumbag move yeah. to to tap out on the chick when the looks fade. Yes. Love is love, man. Love has nothing to do with looks. It has to do with... It could uh, turn it on and off, man. I'm telling you. I don't think so. Love is love. It could be turned on and off. Did you hear about not, not only this 41-year-old guy who was banging the 18-year-old left his wife and everything behind just to bang some ass for a couple months, the ultimate guy flip side of the situation was that cheerleader who was, you know, cheerleading for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was a teacher on the side, on the off-season, I guess. She was a, a, an English teacher or something like that. Hot as hell, yet she was banging one of her students from the high school. <sighs> now, that's the ultimate, but right? But see, that's a little <laughs> weird. Like, it's weird, right? We're, we're, we kind of say when when we see that's these guys... Story. The other one's a tragedy. Yeah, like when we, well, yeah, when we see like a 41-year-old guy trying to bang like an 18-year-old, they're like, oh, what the fuck is wrong with him? He's mm. gross. He's a pervert. But like when when a hot chick like that is going and banging, how old was the kid? Like 16? Yeah, he was, he was uh, 18, I guess. Oh, he was senior, 18 also. Like that. Oh, he was a senior. Okay, 17, 18. You, nobody looks at the teacher as like a weirdo. No, I don't. I, I actually applaud the kid. <laughs> yeah, I five. You know, know I mean, can you imagine? I mean, watch the Doctor Phil God segment. Bless. If anybody <laughs> caught the Doctor Phil segment of Mister Hooker with his chick, the eighteen-year-old broad and his mother on Doctor Phil? I mean, literally, Mister Hooker was been getting hammered for an hour, and I don't even know why he decided to even go on national TV to describe his relationship. But 
if you took that that 26 year old cheerleader with the 18 year old guy student and threw him on a segment with Dr. Phil, how differently would that segment go? It would be different. Like the tone of the segment would be different because it's a it's a chick, a yeah. hot girl, dating a younger guy or having sex with a a, a former student. It would be completely different. You got to call online too. Call your on the air. What's your name? Where you're from, my friend? Sorry, go ahead. What's your name? Where you're from? Hey guys, cool teacher. Hi, how are you? Uh, Welcome to the program. Here's a teacher. Thank you. I always listen live when you guys are talking about some ridiculous teacher story. Yeah. What do you have? What's your thoughts about the 41-year-old uh, teacher, Mr. Hooker, who was banging his 18-year-old student? Go ahead. I don't know. That's just uh, that's just gross. I mean, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a young teacher, you know, and I think of myself as attractive. But, I mean, I teach middle school. Like, that's, stories like that make teachers look really bad. We're not all bad. I don't really, I, I don't know, I... If it wasn't like a teacher-student relationship, I don't think I'd be that shocked from it. But yes, yet it is. It is. He was his her teacher, so it is kind of creepy. See, I've met cool teacher. We fung out. She's she's very attractive. Do your kids? You're welcome. Uh, Do your kids ever hit on you? I mean, does that happen? My first or second year, I did when I had, you know, uh, eighth graders that were maybe, you know, like 15 or 16. But um, kids that I've had come back and they go, wow, Miss, you, you haven't changed in a bit. And I've been teaching for 13 years. But, no, I mean, my kids are sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, so they're busy hitting on each other. Now, let me ask you, could you see yourself at all? I mean, let's, I know you're married, but let's say you're single. Could you see yourself at all... Dating one of your te- one of your one of your students. Let's say they're twenty two. I mean, right now, let's, um, let's say if you've been teaching, how many years is that? Fifteen, thirteen like 13. years. Okay, so let's say ten. So if the kids were like fourteen, they're like in their in their mid to late twenties now. Oh yeah, I still keep in touch with a bunch of them that are in college and stuff like that. Who and you know some like boy students that I had that are like really good looking that I had like when they were thirteen. Um. If I was single, no. It's still that that teacher-student relationship. I mean, no matter how old they are, no matter how old I get, I'm always going to be Mrs. So-and-so to them. I'm going to start banging along. It's it's the creepy teacher-student thing. Like, you know, if it was, you know, the 41-year-old guy with the 18-year-old, like, it's... It's creepy, but it's like kind of understood. But it's the whole teacher-student relationship that where it should be the line should be drawn. I think it's that old school thinking that that whole teacher teacher-student line. I mean, when the, when the kid becomes twenty-five and say you're thirty-five as as a teacher, I think you can go ahead and date that person if it, if it's there, if the opportunity is there, go ahead and do it. I wouldn't I wouldn't look at it and go oh it's your former former teacher. I can't date you. Uh, you want you want to know a? Uh, I got a teacher story for you. Hmm. You want to hear this one? Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever said it on the air. Uh, Lon actually knows the story because Lon, Lon taught with this woman. Uh, we had a very young teacher come in to my middle school. Ah, uh, crap. There we go. That was me. Sorry. Uh, there was a very young teacher come into the school. I think she was like a like an English teacher, or, or I, I can't even remember. I think it was social studies. She was teaching my ninth grade class, uh-huh. and she, I mean, she was young, maybe like 22, 21. Right. right. 
beautiful. I mean, stunning. She would give the guys, like a lot, a couple of the guys, like massages. She would come over, like, "Oh, you look tense," and like give like a massage. Which awesome. we never, yeah, but like we never thought it was weird. Like now, like thinking later on, like I, like it didn't hit me until a couple years later. But she would like come give us back rubs, and like she would come over. And she's like, oh, I brought, I got you, I got you lunch. She would buy me lunch, right. buy another guy lunch. She would like, she, she was just inter- like very interested in us. She was a couple for that years young go cock. by. Yeah, couple years go by. I was probably twenty three. She walked into my store when I had my business, mm. and she was like, "Oh my God, it's you!" She goes, "Let me tell you something." She goes, "When we," she goes, um, "Are you are you with somebody?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm engaged." She's like, "I had a crush on you," and I thought it was a little weird. Like, first of all, she still looked fucking great. She goes, "I had a crush on you, and I had a crush on your friend Vinny," and I was like, "I didn't even know what." Like, nothing came out. I was like, what "Like, what do you that? say to that?" That's when you drop your bags and go suck it. Just suck yeah. it. And suck then she started... Yeah. And then she Here's started my talking. dick. Just, just suck go it. ahead. Just but what do you say to that? I mean, like, it was so uncomfortable. Exactly what I just said. Dude, it was very <laughs> uncomfortable. Very, very... I mean, she had to have been... If I was 15, she had to have been 21, so maybe seven years old. So, like, she was... She was in her late 20s. Early 30s. She was 31, 32 years old. Perfect. Great oh, age. Horny? Yeah. She was all into it. She's like, I broke up with my fiance. He's in some band. He's traveling the country. I was like, all right, let's go. Absolutely. Odd, odd thing. but It I, happens. I think with the social networking and the way society is today, with everybody can interact with everybody, it, this is going to be a more common thing. This is going to happen all the time. And it's going to be, it's not even going to be a news story anymore in, in a it's, couple it's years a, or 10 years from cool now. Cool, do you know... Of this happening in your school? Like, have you, have you seen this happen? No, I mean, I could see maybe, like, possibly on a high school level, but, I mean, I'm in middle school, so that would just be really gross. Yeah, that would be creepy. That would be, don't, don't go there in middle school. Well, yeah, in middle school, it's creepy. Yeah. High school's <laughs> fine. Yeah. You know, those, those are... Those are uh, like, no, this was a middle school teacher. <laughs> those are A-ball players right there. They're just getting into the league, you know what I mean? You can uh, let them play ball a little like, bit. Like Matthew McConaughey says, you know, high school girls stay get, the same age. Right. <laughs> I get older, they stay the same age. All right, all right, all right. McConaughey. What's the youngest you would date right now? <laughs> What's the youngest I would date right now? Hang on. You asking me that question? Hang on, we got another caller. Cool teacher, I'm going to take this other call. All right, no problem, guys. Let's there you go. She's cool. Caller, you're on the air. What's the name? Where are you from? <laughs> Caller, turn. Hello, caller, you're on the air. What's your name? It's Zach. Hey, Zach. Welcome to the program, my friend. Yep. Have you ever banged a 45 year old teacher? It's Virgin Zach, smart one. I know you're. I know. So apparently you have it. Have you ever uh, licked the vagina of a teacher? No. But this has happened actually locally. Yes. Tell us about it, my friend. Um, it was at a school just um, on the other side of our town. And this was like last year that it broke at the end of the year that this guy hooked up with a girl and it's basically what Andrew said where she wanted a relationship but he didn't. And now he's being prosecuted for it. And what's funny is the lawyer of the guy knocked up a 16 year old. <laughs> See, that's just bad. 
You can't. Yeah. You can't. Womp, womp. You know what? I'm, yeah, I'm not saying I'm all for it with the older men, 18 <laughs> year old. going to jail. I'm not. I, but when you when you go 17 and younger, yeah, that's that's you just can't go there. You got to be able Rich, to have that that switch in your head or in your brain as a man, a horny man, to go. I'm turning that fucker off. Yeah. I'm gonna turn that switch off. 18, you're like, okay, I can fantasize about it because you're 18. This and that. It's still weird to even go there. And I don't know, especially when you have a career as a teacher. Didn't Pete Townsend get busted for alleged uh, child pornography? Pete Townsend? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Allegedly. Yeah. He Allegedly. was doing research. He was doing research. Yeah. So he, he knows better. And Jack, and I know he was. He knows better. Come on. Musicians are inspired in different ways. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll get that in the second segment, you fucks. I was doing research. You were, yeah. I was doing, I'm sorry, Jess. I had to fuck her. I was doing research on strippers. She was just so hot, and yeah. I called her up. And It's a weird whole dilemma with this this old old guy, young girl thing. But I, I think it's, it's something we shouldn't be surprised about. Karen, what is the youngest you would date right now? Date right now? Yeah. I, I I would... You know what? You're in your mid-30s. 17. It, 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 17, no. I, great age. I dated a girl two years ago who was 18. I dated a girl who two years ago... Um, yeah, but she, I mean, first of all, she was smoking hot. She so was. She was a 10. But well, she had to have been if Kieran wanted her. And it, <laughs> Shut up. And, and I mean, she was 5'9", so I thought it was all right, because I'm shorter, I'm 5'7", she was tall. <laughs> was, was that your logic? Kieran logic strikes again? Yeah. Eh, she's 5'9", I'm much shorter than that, that's all right. I was I was 32 and she was 18. No one will question it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it worked out, I mean, I'm a very patient man. shit. <laughs> You know, and 18 turned into 19, so it didn't it seem too be bad. She'll eventually. So, yeah, she, she'll be... She'll catch up. Yeah, so, you know, whatever. It, yeah, I don't know. Right now, I don't think I can handle it. How did you deal with the height thing? I was fine with it. It was fine. Really? You were okay with it? Yeah, it was, I'm not, I could tell you some stories, but I'm not going to get into it. I could tell you some... Does this go to a sexual thing yeah, with height? It was, it was, yeah, it was, it was awkward sexually. Yeah. Uh. Dwarf. Yeah, and, it was hard. It was like scaffolding climbing. I mean, my wife, my wife is five six. So like when she puts on heels, she's like five eleven, right. you know. And then like sh- and then we had I'm the rule. nine. We had the rule: no heels yeah. <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. She walked around barefoot all the time, pretty much. It slouched. Yeah, it was actually kind of difficult when she. Yeah, forget <laughs> I'm not even gonna get in there. <laughs> I'm not even going there. All right, we got Come this. On. Zach, thank you for the phone call, my friend. Yep. All right. So yep. we got Disco Vietnam. They got new music. They were in a, like a year ago, and we in here. Yeah, yeah. We had like a shit show. I mean, you guys played live music. <laughs> no, it was a shit show because we were all hammered. At least I was. Do you remember the show? That's the show I drank the uh, the spit cup. <laughs> yeah, <you> just, <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy put put the beer in the spit cup and I drank it. Oh. So we got Boas. I had no clue. Well, good we got Barry and Kenny from Disco Vietnam. They got new music. To feature for us today, you're not playing live. Nah, not no. this time. But New recordings. We got we got recordings to play fresh, for the folks. New music, press. and this will be available where? It's going to be on our Bandcamp, and hopefully iTunes shortly after that. DiscoVietnam.bandcamp.com. At what date? When's the date? Four twenty. Four twenty. Of course. Oh, very nice. April twentieth. All right. So we'll do a break. We'll get uh, all set up for the uh, LunaticRadio.com show right after these words, my friends. 
What up, everybody? LR Show. Andrew Zarian checking us. So, well, sitting in with me. Close. I'm here. Next two weeks. I'm here. Oh, two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. I didn't know. Is that Rock, what I agreed to? Rock's out for two weeks. Where is he? Where is he? He's, uh, well, he's he's here now, but he's going to be in San Francisco next week. So, so I'm doing this for two weeks. Yeah, he's got a lot of dick sucking to do. So, uh, <laughs> he's busy. Disco Vietnam in studio, hanging out with us. Being, very, be, be, being very quiet. Sure. Kenny and Barry. Disco Vietnam. Love these guys, by the way. Local Long Island band, but they kill it, dude. I don't know why. They, you know, it's funny. Every time uh, I post your shit on the web, like you guys coming on a show, or mm-hmm. I just, I'm hammered at home, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, Disco Vietnam, man. I just posted or something somewhere, some social, social media site. People are like, why don't I hear this on the radio? Because you guys are that fucking talented. You're the only band I know that doesn't promote their shit. Yeah, man. And it, it, it drives me insane. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, we just let it, let it happen. Yeah, let the music do the hard work. Yeah. <laughs> but you, do you realize you you're not like some some pickup band who sounds like garbage? You sound great. Thank you. Thanks. Literally, you should be. You have the type of sound and the type of lyrics and the, and the way you guys, I don't know how you produce it or whoever produces the shit for you. Ryan Siegel. Ryan Siegel. Yes. Ryan's a, Ryan does a great job and you guys are very talented. Like this, your music, any, and, and it's, it's not just one song. It's a whole slew of songs. They could be on Z100 or something, whatever the hell you want it to be on. It could be around the country. No, they're too good for the radio, unfortunately, nowadays. That's the problem yeah, with radio. Like it's a gift and a curse. But, yeah. but, but the thing is, is that your your type of music is, is the type of music that I think the majority of people would latch on to in some way. Mm-hmm. The, the pop, the people that love the pop music and listen to Z100s, or the people that listen to the rock stations or something like that. It's it's great. I mean, I, in the lyrics and the music, the way they help, I, I think it's fabulous. Thank you. Yeah, I really I, do. I really appreciate that, Karen. You've been saying that to me for a long time. I it know. It means a lot to me. I know. And, and our mutual friends are just like, what's yeah. the fuck Barry doing? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a great talent and he's not doing anything with it. But it, I'm, I'm doing the, I make the music, all that other stuff. What, what would you have me do, Karen? What would you have me do? Just tell me that you made some music. <laughs> I'm doing it. This yeah, is it. New songs. <laughs> we made some new songs. You want to hear them? Yeah. So let me ask you this: Is that the hardest part of this, the promotion and getting your name? I mean, that that has to be a I pain mean, in the ass. For me, it's just the part I don't care about. That's why we're yeah. not famous. Yeah. Right. Because we don't do this normally. So what do you? Do? I mean, how do you promote it though? Do you do any kind of promotion, or we just make it available? Yeah. I mean, I'm on my Twitter a lot. I'm on Facebook a lot. I do my best. You put it on literally. You 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 make a post about it, maybe. And, yeah, hey, I made a new song, here's yeah, the post. I don't want to be intrusive about it. It's just something I you do. You have to be. You have to be nah. aggressive and a pain in the ass. But you yeah, don't but want... You, in, invariably, you're doing that to your friends. So you you, you guys are... Disco Vietnam is, is making music just because you like making music. Yes. It's not to be the come the rock star guy. It's all love. But see, that's the good reason. That's a good... That's the reason why you should make music. Right. Mm-hmm. Barry and I are I brothers. Kieran's not doing this it's to make money love. and be rich and have an audience. No, I'm doing this so I can get hammered on Monday. Yes. Let's <laughs> finish the 12-pack already. It's, an, a, it's, yeah. a thir- it's 30 minutes into the show. Yeah. This is my night to drink. Is that it? Yeah, you've got a lot of wounded soldiers on this glass table. They are, and they're dead. Yes, they are. They're dead. <laughs> so, I mean, you're. I guess you guys get together. This is a fun thing for you to do. I mean... 
It's we take it seriously. It's a bond. I, you know, we're brothers. You're yeah, brothers. we're brothers. But it makes we, it easy. We, but we happen to both be totally awesome at what we do. <laughs> you so, are. So you are. speak for yourself. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, so when we Barry come together and, it, and we make it happen, we we Barry and I have what what we call brother element, which uh, at at only certain moments really comes to power. We're like Dragon Ball Z of Jew musician brothers. <laughs> you have to fuse we together? Get, we get the, the yellow ball of, of fire between us sometimes. Uh-huh. It gets really intense sometimes, but uh, how long you two we, been, uh, we poop out really good songs sometimes. How long have you two been making music together? Obviously, you're brothers, so it's got to be... Uh, 12 years. Mm-hmm. Only 12 years? Yeah. yeah. Really? Well, I picked up the drums... Uh, for the hell of it when I was 14 it, and Barry picked up the guitar because he couldn't let his little brother be better at an instrument than yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't I just wanted to play with my little brother oh. I want to make music with my little brother when, which one of you two was the first one to pick up uh, an instrument or, or think music was something obviously Barry right yeah I mean I, I was playing music from pretty pretty young age but I didn't like take it seriously until Kenny started taking it seriously actually and, and and as far as the disco Vietnam and all that mm-hmm. stuff, when did that come about? That came about after college. Yeah. I was in. A, I was. I've been in two bands with Kenny. Prior to uh, disco Vietnam, we were in a band with my buddy Keith called Station Heights, mm. and I played bass in that band. And then before that, I was in a group. We were in a group called Johnny Canoes. Right. And that was like the first group we were ever in, and like taught ourselves our instruments and taught ourselves how to write songs. And then after I got home from college, we were just like, yeah, let's just make some music together. Just for fun, and a lot of really great musicians have played with us over the years. As a result, which is I will what it's prom- all about. I, you know, honestly, I will promise you this: if I ever get anywhere, some sort of I know I, Andrew's great, and the GFQ platform is is tremendous for the internet. Mm-hmm. It's 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 the mecca of the internet. But if I get to a bigger platform than this, I am fucking literally going to play your music because <laughs> it's amazing that you guys. It, what's interesting to me is that you guys make such great music. And it's it's really great. No, it is. It's but, excellent but it, stuff. They You're making me blush. They don't want. They, <laughs> it's like they make these classical songs and songs that everybody will love, but they're just like, eh, whatever. No, you know what it is, and I kind of get it too. It's, it's <laughs> a pain in the em. ass. No, but it's a pain in the ass. You're concentrating on the music portion of it, and you're trying to put out good music, and you're trying to do a good job at it, and you got to worry about the marketing, and then mm-hmm. the gigs, and you got to worry you gotta, about so much more. And the parasites. Yeah. No one understands that it's really expensive. Yeah, very. Yeah. Um, you know, we we have been able to make our records because of you know, the goodness of our friends that have helped us, yeah. you know, get good deals uh-huh. uh, or they just, they appreciate the music and they did it for for the love of it. And mm. that's how we've managed to keep this going. We have instruments and, and speakers in our, in our, in our studio that don't belong to us, mm. but they've been left there because of the, you know, the good people that have been surrounding us for the years. So yes. that's what's enabled us to keep this going on so long. And, um, you know, we we can just keep music, keep, keep going with the music until yeah. uh, the love runs out, which uh, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I doubt it. It's weird. I know I know two bands. One that's my cousin's band mm-hmm. has played on Letterman and and, and playing Coachella. Uh, and One I, Tree Hill. Yeah, right. And I don't. I I have no idea how he made it to that point. Like I don't know how he's playing Coachella. I, I got an email about how, him the other day. I don't know how they made it because. 
Literally, a lot of hard work. It's a lot of hard work. I don't know if it is or what. I don't I have no idea. But then I have you guys who make the equivalent music that, mm-hmm. that, that people would listen to, I think, and, and, and strive to or, or want to download or whatever. Yeah, you, I don't understand how the music. It is no. It makes no sense. It's a combination of yeah. of two things. One, putting out really good music, which you guys do, and and of course, you know, we are Augustines does yeah. phenomenal mm-hmm. music, and just had that luck of having is the right person thing? hear the song and want to do it. Because yeah, you could promote it, and you could build your audience. I mean, other than that, but someone at the the top has to hear it and say, you know what, I like them. Yeah, hmm. well, we have a song about it. It's called Luck Into Skill. And uh, it's pretty much about taking just those those moments and uh. letting, letting go, rolling with that and letting that take you to the next level. And you, you got to have, like, some asshole think you got the sound of the time, you know? That's mm-hmm. also, that also well, comes into play. I'll, I'll tell you this. Like, I've had, a, I've had a, any time that I've thought to, like, move forward... Do, taking a little more seriously about it, promoting our music and make, yeah. maybe making some money off this, this this stuff that we do. Like you encounter people who are like, "Yo, man, I know this guy over at E1 Records, so I will." Sh-, and they just got this deal doing the soundtrack to Avatar 2, so I can get you on the soundtrack to Avatar 2. Uh, but you just gotta give me twenty percent of your publishing. Yeah, uh, and you're like, oh, so that it's yeah. like that, right? Yeah. And that's the only people you get to see. And eventually, you're just like, you know, fuck it. And yeah. either either that goes nowhere, or you're a guy that that does really well, and then mm-hmm. for the rest of your life, you're right, giving you get twenty percent. Some 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 fucking goon yeah. from your 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 career early in your career, twenty percent for the rest of your life, right? For a finder's fee, that you happens. Get to own a fifth of my shit. Yeah. Forever. I Suck mean, that dicks. happens. Yeah. That's what happened to my cousin's band. But, I mean, they had a band named Pela, and, mm-hmm. and the lawyers and, oh, they were and, great. and the record contracts, they, they, they just, they, they ate them up, and the, the band couldn't even, they, the band ended up owing the record company and, and managers money. And yeah. they were just playing shows. Yeah. And that's it's, all that's doing. It's almost like it's a business. Yeah. And then yeah. if it doesn't make money, you're fucked. Yeah. 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 No thanks. By the way, no, no, no. We, we all know that the music industry is suffering, <laughs> and that is why they have to go after 14-year-old kids in the Midwest for downloading a Metallica album. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why. It's infested with scam artists. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and just so maybe you guys are doing it the right way. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, you know, this might turn out to be something. By the way, you're, you're talking about getting to your plan. Yeah, you the guy, the retirement plan. I'm gonna play it. <laughs> who was the manager for Insync? That that sleazy guy. I oh, forgot his name. name. Oh, he's in Long jail. Island. He was a Long Island guy. He's you in know, jail. From, uh, Perlman. 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 Ron yeah. Perlman. Ron Perlman. You know, Ron Perlman. It's Lou Perlman. My, uh, Lou Perlman. Yeah. Lou Perlman. Uh, my my wife's uncle and him grew up in the same neighborhood, and he invested money in his company. In Lou Pearlman's company. And what he did in order, you know, he had this scam where he, he was making like blimps. Wasn't it like a Ponzi scheme? It was a Ponzi scheme. It was almost like a Ponzi scheme. What he was doing, he was taking investors for this like blimp company that didn't exist. But before that, when he was managing, mm. he borrowed money from my wife's uncle to start up the management company. Uh-huh. And he owed him money, which he never, of course, got. It was like, mm-hmm. it was like $3,000 and he never got, but he would always send like Backstreet Boy, not Backstreet Boy, uh, New Kids on the Block stuff. Like I think he did New Kids on the Block yeah, also. Yeah. He would send like New Kids on the Block stuff to the family, to like the kids. Mm-hmm. But he was a sleazy dude. Yeah. And this is, I mean, how many of those kids had to, you know, allegedly blow them yep. in order to do it? <laughs> yep. You know who That's did a great interview? 
there was like one of the guys. Not I don't know if it was ninety eight degrees, but it was one LFO. He mm-hmm. just died. Yeah, he did a fucking great interview with Howard, all about what Lou Pearlman was doing and how like all these bands and like all these guys from he didn't name names, but he said like top guys from like these Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, like. He would take their shirt off and like give them massages. Like, Are you kidding me? Yeah, Lou Pearl would be like, "Okay, I'm not gonna. I don't know who." It's a legend, right? Not no, Justin no, no. Timberlake. Well, no, no, no. This has come out that he's done this. I, I don't know who it was. He didn't name. Is it the documented name, but... in some sort of book or something? Yeah, yeah. It's all over the place. So what he would do? Oh he'd be God. like, um, "Sorry, this could be." And enough. he said, <laughs> "Yeah, Which, I know. This is what you. This is what you're looking forward to." <laughs> he would turn around and be like, "Okay, um, Kenny. Okay, Kenny. Uh, you, you're cute. You're really cute. Thank you. You're really." Really cute. Listen, I know. Uh, <laughs> listen, uh, you know, and like what he would do, he would hold their money. So yeah. like that, that was a problem. They couldn't get paid because he would have to pay them. That's pimping. Oh my god, yeah. that's very pimping. So he would turn around and be like, "Oh, you no know, go. I gotta, I gotta cut you this check, but you know what? I really, you look tense. I want to give you a massage." <sighs> and they knew what that was. And then sometimes he'd be like, uh, "Oh, you know." Um, uh, I, I've I've never done this before. Oh uh, I've never I've never had a blowjob. Oh my god! Listen, I, would you? I, I, I'll just I'll, it'll be really quick. Just 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 the tip, and and that's it. Just the tip. Like he would do I shit like that with these guys. And wh- what are you gonna? I mean, you're talking about a 16 year old kid that wants to get his half a million dollar check, right? You know, and this is what would happen. Dude, yeah. he should be. Sh- he just one to the. Oh, uh, he was head. a scumbag. Just one bullet to the back of his scumbag. Head. Didn't he, Corey Feldman out a bunch of people in Hollywood about uh, that the happening? Same thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens all the time, and this is it's the shitty thing about about the record business and and the film industry and and movies. This is the shit that happens all the time. You have to hear that interview. He did it on Howard, one of the best interviews ever. Yeah, ever. Oh, I, I love that. I mean, he, Obviously, he knew that guy. We need to listen freak. to this other radio show. <laughs> yeah, you can listen. I mean, no, but, listen, you I can mean, go listen to Howard. Howard's great, though. By the How, way, Howard's by the way, like, that guy died from from uh, LFO. He died of cancer. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I remember. I remember well, LFO. I remember that. But it, it, yeah, you knew you knew Lou Perlman, Perlman was. A oh, when you look at this dude, yeah, you do. He's a fat bastard. He's got a lot of cash. Obviously, not getting laid at all. You know, living in Orlando. Living in Orlando, he's got a compound, and he's bringing in boy bands all the time. Of course, he's w- wanting to suck a little eighteen-year-old. Uh, By the way, from Flushing, Queens, New York. Of course, I believe he went to uh, Mets fan. He went to uh, Cardoza High School. He went to your high school. I believe so. Yeah. By the yeah, way, he grew up with my wife's uh, family. By the way, Instinct was also awesome. Yeah. Regardless of all the uh, Agreed. touching Justin, and feeling. Justin Timberlake turned out like uh, gangbusters, I would think. He's good. He hasn't put out an album since uh Yeah, hell yeah. What's going on, Justin Timberlake? Where's Sexy Crazy Where's Love? That? On. What, what are you doing? Make an album. Dude, he made a class. The last one was good. I liked They're it. They're all great. Yeah, make, I liked it. Oh, make really? better movies. Honestly, make better album. movies and make more music. Dude, he's made some stuff. What, what was the album's name? What was it? Not Future Sex, Sex, Sex Love Future Sex Love Sounds, yeah. Dude, the uh, In Time movie... Where it, like everything like there's like a time. Yeah, 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 I downloaded that and deleted it. Holy, <laughs> holy shit! Was that a colossal bomb? Yeah. And then the bad teacher movie he made with that pray man. Yeah, no one saw that. Whatever's her name, Claire Danes. Whatever the fuck her name. Cameron is? Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Thank you. Yeah, unattractive. Just he's bad. And then he made that. He's yeah. great. No, no, he's, he's, he's a whole black. He needs to make music. He, he to was make good in music. Alpha Dog. Alpha yeah, Dog. Yeah, Alpha Dog. He should have quit after that one. <laughs> 
because he's awful. Bring it on down terrible. to uh, <laughs> Yeah, and the SNL uh, spots. Okay, so we got Disco Vietnam. They got new music, fellas. What are we going to listen to? We got three tracks here. Well, you seem you wanted Long Guy Land. Long Guy Land. Yeah, Long Guy Land. Yes. All right. This is this is the first song from Fear of Lava. It's the new album. Yeah. Is it fear is of it, lava? Is it a 12? overcome your fear of lava? Kenny's trying to motion to you. What? Are you? Oh, yeah. Elbows. Oh, my oh, elbow. Uh, Sorry, Kenny. Uh, so, <laughs> is this going to be a uh, twelve-song release or no? Is this is three songs, <laughs> and this is the album. Three songs. Yeah, that's it. I get it all in. Fear of lava, and available four twenty on iTunes. And Bandcamp. Listen, it's about quality, not quantity. All right, this is uh, Long Guy Land, new music from Disco Vietnam. The song has a modulation. (laughs) All right, on the (laughs) lunaticradio.com show. Let's take a listen. Here we go.
Yeah. yeah, nice. Long Island, Disco Vietnam, everybody. Holy shit, that was good. Thanks, man. First time I heard that. I like that. It's so, kind of local, but I like it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Transcends, I think. I hope so. I think the people will like that one. You got to hold down your honeycomb. Honestly, man, you guys are fucking killing. Thanks, man. Hey, that's Nikki Kunzinger on background vocals. She's our chick keyboardist. Oh, all right. There you so go. I gotta How many people in the band? Nah, uh, like three right now. You fired somebody, didn't you? It's, it's, <laughs> well, it's three plus a bassist. Yeah. It's a Whoever's rotating playing crew. bass at the time now. Yeah, you may remember Tom was here last time. Yes, yeah, He's not Tom. here this time. He was a bassist? Yeah. Yeah. I know a bassist. Yeah. One of my guys that works for me. They're, endang- a They're an endangered species. They're very endangered. We have a, does he play guitar? Uh, no, only bass. We we have a prerequisite for all of our bassists, which is you must be awesome at regular guitar. <laughs> yeah, better than me. <laughs> all of our bassists are better guitarists than my brother. So, let me ask this question. Do you guys play gigs? Yeah, we're actually playing a gig on 420 at Tammany Hall in New York City. Ah, there you yeah. go. Look at that. Yeah, yeah promoting nice. our music. First gig since our keyboard is wedding in September. <laughs> You're actually taking a step into promoting your music. Yes, okay. I want people to hear it. I would and think. I want to melt their faces. It's great. Yeah. Do you want to get into another song, or do you want? Yeah, to- let's do another one. Let's do "Better Sleep Through Science." Better sleep through science, everybody. New music from Disco Vietnam on the LunaticRadio.com show. Here we go. Here we go.
I gotta tell you people something, man. Disco Vietnam is gonna make me famous. I'm telling you because I broke these guys twice. <laughs> twice I've broken them. They're amazing, dude. How is that not all over the radio? Tell me, somebody tell me this, because I've played unsigned bands after unsigned band, mm-hmm. and I've never heard something. And and honestly, uh, all due respect to everybody that I've played on this radio show over the years, all the music, I've never found something that's this well put together and sounds great, and it, and it really can cater to the masses. I think everybody would love this music. I'm speechless. It's great. No, I'm not fucking trying to blow smoke up your ass. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny's looking, looking at me like this fucking dick's an this asshole. Fucking dick. This is just another Ryan Seacrest trying to make a name for him. No such thing as a free lunch. Dude, it's great. <laughs> it's great. It's great music, man. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, uh, I th- I'm glad I know you. I'm glad I know you. I'm glad I know you. Yeah. We're friends. Honestly, yeah. Barry and Let's Kenny be friends Vin- now. We got one more song to play, though. We're gonna take a break, though, and come back. Uh, MoreLunaticRadio.com. Barry and Kenny, Andrew Zarian, um, hanging out, and we'll uh, we'll come back and talk about some shit. We got Instagram news, right? Yes. Because I just started using one this shit. One billion dollars. I love this app. It's my favorite app. I can take cock shots all day and make them look good. It's a billion dollars. The, 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 the Instagram app makes my cock look bigger. And now, now Facebook's taking it over. We'll talk about that after the break. And more disco Vietnam music. Yes. Right after this. What up, everybody? LR Show. Hanging out with you. Guys from disco Vietnam play some great tunes. Sir. New music, everybody. 420. It'll be released on iTunes. You can download it. Disco Vietnam. Fear of Lava. How do they find it on iTunes, by the way? I don't know, man. I don't even think it's going to be on iTunes. It's, just, it's probably just going to be on our Bandcamp, and I'm just going to put it out there. What's the Bandcamp? Google it. Who cares? Bandcamp slash... DiscoVietnam.Bandcamp.com All right, there you go. Kenny, what do you agree? Do you agree? Yes, it will be on iTunes eventually. All right. We have one song on iTunes. Yeah, we do. Our, go our, get it. Our one hit song, uh, the NP... Natalie Portman. Uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. It's uh, it's timeless. You need to get all your songs on there. Because they're all great. They yeah. have the monopoly on music, don't they? I know it's been a year since you've been on the radio program. But honestly, I wish I, your music should be promoted, my friends. It costs money, it my friends. money. We don't have the money where music you have sing. You have social networking, though. You can get it out there. Yeah, Nobody that's, has money. That's like the entirety of a marketing plan now. Oh yeah, you just go on, uh, just you know, put it on your Facebook, and then just put it on your Twitter. You're into the hip hop, Barry. You know. Hell yeah. What about Drizzy Drake? Didn't he? Uh, didn't <laughs> Don't get me started. He was Kieran. on Degrassi. That's like. Did, didn't it Drake just have a YouTube channel and got a, like a? Oh man, he had millions of dollars behind him. Give me a break. Really? Yeah, man. That come on. Well, you hear these stories. Yeah, right, maybe Grammy that'd... nomination before he had an album. That shit's a, sh- a sham. I don't even want to talk about what it. What did he do? Makes Hold me on. mad. I thought Drake had like a uh, a YouTube thing and then the, that that little guy from yeah, the yeah. South. Yeah, Drake was an little indie way. sensation. He, what, he wasn't? Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Are, are you being sarcastic? Yeah. Did you did you not conspiracy. watch Degrassi I, I the Next Generation? I don't know. He was on Degrassi? He was on Degrassi. Oh, yeah, he was on Degrassi. The guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. yeah. He was already. He's a famous person. Things. Yeah. Famous he was already famous. He was already famous? Ruined rap yes. music. 
Yeah, yeah man. I, I thought. Don't you watch Canadian uh, after-school television? No, I don't know. What, he was an actor or something? Yeah, yeah, Degrassi. Yeah? He, he was, was the guy in a wheelchair. One of the longest-running uh, Canadian TV shows. Yeah, I used to watch the OG version. Does anybody pay attention? Really? Yeah, man. Yes. Canada? Sir. All these years. And it's a he, good show. Yeah, he's from Toronto. They deal with a lot of uh, a lot of uh, stuff like sex, it, suicide. They they go there. They, they go, do yeah, go it's, there. It's go there. It's so, go there. So he was on an after school special type thing program tater, uh, cater for. Uh, it was like it's like a <laughs> it's young adult. It's young adult. Yeah, it's like a it's like a TV show. It's for like teenagers yeah, uh, to learn about puberty and yeah, mm-hmm. and not banging up your the girlfriend. Awful the the awful stages of your life. Blow loads it's a great TV show to talk about with girls yeah. too. Mm-hmm. They love the girls. Love Degrassi. I met my girlfriend be, sort of because of Degrassi. <laughs> really? It was a Degrassi message nah. board. Uh, face <laughs> was it? Was yeah. it? Oh, oh God, that would have been we great. Bond, we bonded over Drake and his and his, his wheelchair. wheelchair. <laughs> what is the uh, Barry? You're into the hip hop. I know that with disco Vietnam, but you're into the hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know a lot about the hip hop. Same Big fan of Wu Tang Clan. Yes. Um, what is the Wu-Tang forever? What is <laughs> what is the the word on the streets, as they say it, with the big horn. About fucking Drizzy Drake. Is he a fucking pussy or some shit? Nah, I don't think they even pay him any mind. No? Nah. What do you mean? They'd probably just respect his hustle. He, but you, you ain't gonna see them working together like that. Who's who's the uh, who's the gangster guy? Who's the people that has... Who's the, who's the artist that has the cred now? DMX. DMX is just, yeah, he's, he's coming back. Well, first of all, any anybody yeah, that would go always have it. Anybody that would go to LaGuardia Airport, claim that he's part of the FBI, and ram his car through <laughs> <Yeah>. the fence, <laughs> is he's, he's a wild beast. Is a, is a hardcore guy. He went yeah. through some dark times, but he's out, and he's gonna come out with a new album, and he's gonna. Yeah, be don't the guy forget to cop red. that new DMX after you get that new disc of Vietnam. That's right. Yeah. So that can promote. You know, if you like DMX, you will like Disco Vietnam. You may or may not like this Disco Vietnam. <laughs> you may or not. Yeah. I think it's I, like the did, Beatles meets DMX. Well, DMX got out of jail a couple of years ago. Yeah. Then he started making like a. Like a couple of records are, are songs with uh, Buster Rhymes, and he said they made them in like twelve minutes, and they were bragging about that. Yeah, but they no do one that. ever heard them. Yeah, there's a lot so, of that too. He's yeah. on. He's on like money baby. behind them. He's on a TV show now, Celebrity, I think, Couple Therapy. Yeah, well, that's probably not a good show to be on. He has it? asthma. I know not that. DMX. I know DMX has asthma. Ah, what? Yeah. He has so, asthma. So, did, we didn't get to the bottom of the question. Faramansha has asthma. Yeah. Who is the guy, who is the person that, that, it, that all the uh, hip-hop people are, are uh, looking at right now? Come on. Harry, <laughs> fuck. Man, I'm 30 years old now. I can't even answer that question anymore. You don't even know? No, I really, I just listen to what I listen to. And is, like, it, is it Little Wayne? Kids love this odd future. Not into it. What about the guy that, uh, I don't even know the fucking, you know, they're all the same. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, she? she's a big deal. I have like eight-year-old girl students. Singing stupid love. College kids Nicki love Jay Cole. That's great. You have eight-year-old students <laughs> screaming Nicki, Nicki yeah. Minaj songs. Yep. Mm-hmm. They want to ah. learn them on drums. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yep. And Nicki's not singing about nice stuff. She's singing about, uh, you know. Starships. Looking at her asshole. Yeah, yes. Something like, yeah, something like I that. I love that line. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> she's singing about looking at her asshole. That's what she sings heard, about. I think I heard one flexible. song today about, uh, you know, uh, Cunnilingus, maybe. Kind of what? Cunnilingus. 
Sol- cunning linguist. Cunnilatio? <laughs> Something like that. Cunnilingus? Uh, Cunnilingus. You want to play the last song we have on the album for uh, Disco Vietnam? I don't know. It was put to a vote. What's the name of the song? Sonia. Sonia. It's named after a four-year-old drum student of mine. <laughs> Whoa. I write the lyrics. I'm kidding. It was written about Barry's guitar that... Yeah, it's written it's about a guitar. That he's selling, by the is way, if right? anyone it's wants like, that's a, for sale. a, a GNL ASAP. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's about a guitar that's for no, sale. No, I wrote, I, wrote I wrote the song on a guitar, and I so I named the guitar after the song. Is it right. red? No, it's like an auburn. Yeah. Auburn. And this is... An the, autumn sunrise. This... This, this is this this is a good song. I I assure you. You like this one, Kenny? Kenny yeah. likes it. Disco, all right. Disco Vietnam is the song Kenny likes. You know? Yeah. Because I write them all and I show them to Kenny and then he goes, Yeah, I like that one, I like that one, I like that one and then he adds his parts to it and then we move it through the assembly line. Right, right. But he's the first So you like he's Sonya. the gatekeeper. I like Sonia. This one uh it it's got some swing to it. You like it. Alright. Yeah. So we'll play that right now on the Lunatic Radio sure. show. Third and final song from the album, <laughs> Fear of Lava. Fear, Fear of Lava. lava. Hey! Which Just will be available Vietnam. on Bandcamp 420. 420. There we go. Here we go. Sonia. 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 I say Sonia. Are you from <laughs> not New York? Sonia. Nah, he's from Long Island. Long Thank Island. Yeah. It's Sonia. Wrap your hood. All right, assholes. Here we go. So. Sonia from Disco in Vietnam. <laughs> Oneaters. On the show. Here we go. Yeah. 
Thanks. Holy crap, Disco Vietnam, everybody. That was great. Thanks. That was my favorite one. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I, I don't know. I, I like them all. I it's like going to be all. available for free on, starting on April 20th on, on Bandcamp. Bandcamp slash Disco Vietnam? I mean, all, yeah. honestly, all you got to do is Google us. Just Google it. Disco Vietnam. Yeah, Disco Vietnam. It'll, it'll come I don't up. have to give you a website. Just Google it. Just yeah. Google Disco Vietnam. Disco Vietnam. We're the, we're the guys. 420. All these songs will be available for free, everybody. Yeah. And is there is there a way for the folks to go back into your archives and find the old songs too? Yeah, it's going to be on the same website, discovietnam.bandcamp.com. And you're just giving them away for free. This this hard work that you threw up there. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Just yeah. throw it up there. If there's no money behind it. Why should there be any money in front of it? You know what? That's a good point. That's Whatever. a good point. Yeah, just because I made it, it has value? Come on. I don't it, think it's that. It's all for the love. I like this. this I li- is, see, see, I like the mindset of Disco Vietnam. I like it. They are just, you know what? Let's just make some music. If it's good, it's good. And the people will like it. And they'll they'll appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That's the brighter side of the brother element. I dig it. The there's, darker side. There's a dark side. You don't want. Do you guys fight a lot? Yeah. yeah. But we can't. We're good at leaving it on the court. You know what I mean? Like Do you we, actually fist the cuffs? It no. Nah. Although there was this one time <laughs> <laughs> we stayed up way past midnight. Nah. It was a few years ago, and uh, Kenny and I were just beefing, man. I don't know what we were even beefing about, but we were just beefing. Was it about the Wu Tang Clan? I don't think no, it was about never. that. Was it about the Rizzo, the Dresden, the Space Killer? No, Rizzo was better than Method Man or something. There's no argument about those guys. Do you even like rap music, Kenny? I like the hip rap. Hip rap. So Kenny was pissing me off, and I was like, yo, tomorrow, it's just going to pop off. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, Kenny's it's just going to happen. I don't know the hip-hop lingo. It's just going to pop off. What does that mean? Off. At some point, it's just going to attack him, and he would know at that moment when I attacked him that it was popping off, mm. and he had to defend himself. Because mm. it's the only way, you know? Kenny looks healthy, though. He's like, in, you know, I'm not saying that you Yeah, don't. but I have a psychological advantage. <laughs> I can't help it. Kenny looks and like I use it every in a time. fight, I'm saying amongst brothers, Kenny could probably handle this. Hand I don't know, himself. it's been a while. Like he's got a biceps, look at him. Yeah. Well, it's a psychological advantage goes a long way when you're a big brother. Like, what? You just hey, Kenny, give me a long way. But what See, happens? flinches. <laughs> I have two younger brothers, he's absolutely right. The psychological, the cerebralness of yeah, being the elder brother what goes a long way. What happens when the day comes? Because it will come that the day Kenny... Literally stomps your ass like curb stomp <laughs> I don't think your I ass. I still, like I just don't see it. I need, I no, I actually see it happen. Usually when we it get, it could happen right after the show. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because I gotta drive him home. It'll be all right. We uh, usually we just like we'll scream at each other, and mm. then someone will make a reference to the movie Rookie of the Year, mm. and that'll be the end of the fight. <laughs> oh, he's all laughs after that. Yeah, because like who gives a fuck. Mm. I fought with my brother once. Yeah, he, he literally like, threw. Like, he he literally yeah literally fisticuffs and he. How old were you? I was uh, I was like nineteen. Okay, so it was a real fight. Yeah, and he grabbed me by the neck and threw me through a wall. <laughs> and I was like, "That's the last time I'm ever." Doing. I ever tried. I think the closest I ever came to like really injuring Kenny, like he like almost broke his finger. Oh, okay. <laughs> That was it. Remember one time we had. So these, you guys are gangster. We, we had comedically oversized boxing gloves. Mm. That you know there was a really big boxing glove, and then there was the part where there was no padding, and that just happened to catch me in the lip. 
See, I yeah. got I'm yeah. imagining if you guys ever fight at like no a family function, the rest of the family is laughing at you too when you fight. That's what I'm thinking. They yeah, laugh at us happen. anyway. <laughs> we're the we're the the two. We're the black know. sheep. <laughs> we're the artists. Yeah. The artists. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Everyone else are more successful than us. Yeah. So, eh, you know, it's good to be an art though. Doctors and lawyers. Yeah. Jews. Surgeons. Jews. Jews. Scientists and salesmen. Professional Jews. What do you do for a living? I'm a Jew. <laughs> Basically, right? <laughs> really? Yeah, you gotta use it. <laughs> Jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, though, this music is great, and you guys have a real talent. Thanks, Thanks you gotta promote this motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, DiscoVietnam.bandcamp.com or Google it. Do a little bit more than that. Google.com, type DiscoVietnam. Yeah. Just because you're listed on Google doesn't mean... You're somebody. Right. Actually, you're they there, come up when exist. they put in disco, and then it just comes up uh, Vietnam right after that. Should no, usually like, it's Inferno. <laughs> like my 68 year old father told me the other day when I was driving my mom to the cancer place, uh, he looked at me and goes, "I googled you the other day. You're a pretty popular guy." I'm like, "No, I'm not, Dad. <laughs> uh, I googled you. The first thing that came I, up was jizz." <laughs> Yeah, the other day I I had this YouTube video up of the song I played in my 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 friend Lauren's house and my mom was watching it and I'm like in the I'm in my basement like it's dark and I'm wearing like a hoodie and like sitting over the ashes of last night's blunt and my mom's <laughs> watching my mom's watching this YouTube video she goes you should be a songwriter and I'm like and I'm like I am this is what it looks like yeah we're we're on the internet mom <laughs> we're on our way. That's Almost there. They did it, Mom. That's we're what I told on, my father. I was like, if you we're get, on Lunatic Radio. We <laughs> made it. TV. I was like, if you get six hits on me, Dad, on Google, it's not a big deal. <laughs> but to him, he's 68. Who's your uh, Google nemesis? Do you have a Google nemesis? Like we're, a guy with the same name as you that's more accomplished? Uh, Yeah, about six of them. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and my name's kind of unique, Kieran McCann. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of unique. Yeah, there's a lot of rugby players and shit out there. There's this fucking asshole named Barry Schwartz. Who's a professor at Swarthmore? He wrote this book called *The Paradox of Choice*. And if you Google Barry Schwartz, um, he's your nemesis. It, that's my nemesis. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck you, Barry Schwartz. <laughs> I'm sure there's many. Like, there's no Andrew, other Andrew Zarian mm-hmm. on the internet. If they are, fuck them. Fuck them. You know who's who comes up second? A uh, Lawrence Zarian. Lawrence. Zarian. He, Lawrence. Lawrence. He was a model, and now he's like a fashion expert. Oh my god. He does Regis and Kelly all the time, and he tweets me. You're so mad at him right now. I'm so mad at that gay Armenian. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Disco Vietnam, everybody. Uh, Bandcamp. Dot Google. Dot Google. <laughs> dot Twitter. At Instagram. Dot Facebook. Dot Fear of Lava. Org. See, this is the problem. All right, <laughs> let's, let's do this correctly. Yeah. All right, let's try this. Ready? It's frustrating. All right. Day. You guys might be- Whoa, Andrew. Yeah, we're having fun tonight. This is your place. Oh, I'm not breaking my We're here. All right, so the Bandcamp URL right, for the people I'm gonna, I'm on 420 to get the new music from Disco Vietnam. If you would like to hear yes. the new Disco Vietnam music on 420, which everybody can remember, mm, it's the, go uh, to discovietnam.bandcamp.com. If you like what you hear, come on out to Tammany Hall that night. In the Lower East Side on Orchard Street, at 10 o'clock, we're going to be performing live in concert. Right. 
this live be, music. Live music. And if you've liked what you've heard today that comes out of my mouth or Kenny's mouth, follow me on Twitter at Disco Vietnam. I'm hilarious. Yes, the Twitter is very funny. It has nothing to do with music, but it's funny. Right. I mostly just complain about the Knicks. Yeah. Knicks and the Mets. And the Mets. <laughs> and the Mets. All right, we'll uh, do a break. We'll come back. More LunaticRadio.com show. Instagram. Thanks, everybody. we got to talk about uh, Facebook and Instagram. And Google. This. And Google. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. Disco Vietnam hanging out. Andrew Zarian. Back with more LunaticRadio.com show right after this. What up, everybody? LR Show. Hanging out with you, Disco Vietnam in studio. What? What at? Andrew Zarian. No hey, rocket no. this week. No. Hey! If you missed some of the uh, Disco Vietnam new music, everybody, check out the previous two segments. <laughs> that was definitely an eighth beer belch. Yeah, it is. Yeah, a lot of fun on the radio, on this radio program. It's leading me into uh, AA. Pretty quickly. I should have been there like two years ago, I think. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. Emails at showlinitigrated.com. I'm going to call in 646-223-4045. And the drunk call hotline, 206-202-LUNAS, 206-202-5666. Hold <laughs> Word up. Uh, Facebook, everybody, bought Instagram. Now, what the fuck is that about? Yeah, $1 billion, 10 employees. And now it's just an app, right? It's just an app. Takes pictures. Takes shitty pictures that you take and makes them shittier. So you hide the shittiness. See, this is the thing. I just started getting into the Instagram thing because I I was like, you know. Yeah, I, I, I kind of I liked it, Barry. You did, <laughs> I don't do Instagram. I'm not a visual experience. See, I like I like the Instagram. <laughs> it's very nice. And I, I I use it, and I just got into it. And now that I I don't know what what's going on. Do you know you're the tech savvy guy? I'm Instagramming you right now. Oh man, fuck. Uh, do you <laughs> do you know what? Fuck. What's the thing? I mean. Dude, it, it's, 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 it's a it's, phenomenon. It's an app that you use for your phone. You take pictures, right? And then you have like a slew of filters. Yeah. You make the picture look better or whatever. Right? That's what hipsters do. That's yeah. what hipsters do? Yeah, you put like uh, like all these different filters and you, and you make the photo look really shitty and you consider yourself an artist. That's now, what Instagram is. Facebook yeah. is worth what? $50 billion? So they Facebook? Yeah. Hundreds. Hundreds of billions I don't know, what, of dollars? What, what, what's the value no, right now? I think now? it was valued at, or its valuation was uh, $50 billion. $50 billion. So they gave it $1 billion. Right. Yeah, they gave Instagram $1 billion, so they incorporate that into their platform. Yeah. I don't, well, we don't know what they're going to do right now with it, but they gave them a billion dollars for the company. But yeah. this is a company, you got to also remember this. The company is 550 days old. Right. They are evaluated at a billion dollars. The New York Times right. is over a hundred years old, right. and is evaluated at under a billion dollars, right under like nine hundred million. Well, it was actually Instagram was actually evaluated at like two ninety or three ninety. Yeah, yeah, it was. But, but Facebook but, is Facebook had to buy them because they were cutting into their market share. Yeah, but you know what's interesting? They're not a social network, which I find really funny. They're not a social no, network. They they are. No, I would think they are. Mm-hmm. To it's an extent, it's, yeah, it's, but it's, it's like not. A, it's, a, it's like a Twitter almost with, right, with, with pictures. pictures. Yeah. Well, you yeah. have to ask, well, Facebook at the end of the day is photos. 
So Instagram is photos, and people like using that more. Like people are constantly on Instagram. And- well, I, I just joined Instagram, and I'm, I'm the average guy. Speaking from the average guy, I joined Instagram, right. and usually when I when I take a shot that's good or something I'm doing during the day, I will share that on my Facebook. So right. it seems kind of that's a nice picture. Yeah, that's right. a good picture. Yeah. I mean, you can literally. But it's not as much fun to do it you know, on Facebook. The, the cool thing about Instagram is that it makes your life look cool yeah. when you take the pictures. Because you can take a, just a cell phone shot right. and make it look like it was taken by a dude that's shooting a major motion picture. You no, know what I mean? No, it just, it's just shitty filters. It's, yeah. it's really I, bad filters. It's not really bad. They make them look cool. I actually, as, as one of my pet peeves, actually, as someone that does do some, some sort of photography, it's one of my pet peeves. Peeves, peeves to take a really shitty picture, which most people do with their phones, mm. and add a really bad filter and make it even more grainy right. than what it was. It's actually awful for photography. I think it's actually right. it, it hurts photography, but it's a cool little trend right now. Like right. this is the thing that I, I really don't understand. It's a trend to use this software. Well, the whole, the whole, it's the just whole, like music. The whole idea about it, it, behind it, is that to share your day visually. Yeah, right? I guess. I mean, you could do that with any social. I mean, you can do that on Twitter. I know, but it's it's a lot but easier it, with Instagram. You can do that, and I, I think it's a smart, you know. I think it's a good thing for for Facebook. Like my wife uses one Instagram. billion dollars though. Mm-hmm. And somebody was telling me before the show that it's only ten people in the company. Yeah, ten with, people with, with Instagram. They're and so people. simple. They are yeah, so but they've brain. also borrowed a lot of money. I mean, they've had a bunch of ain't, like investment oh, yeah. into the company. All you got to also remember all those the venture yeah, capital groups venture that have invested groups. money into it. They just got a couple million dollars, couple like a month ago. So, right. so I mean, there's a lot of money that was pumped in. Like people are like, oh, only ten companies. Yeah, ten people on staff, but there's a lot of finance that went into this company. So there's not. A lot of money being delved out to. The I'm sure. People. I'm sure a lot of the a lot of there's a lot of private investors mm-hmm. and they're going to get a cut. So like the ten people aren't going to get the ten the one billion dollars. They're not going to have a hundred million dollars. Yeah. So your projection, your estimate. Everybody's wealth. I mean, everybody that's leaving that company is a millionaire at this point. But what is Facebook now? What What does that make Facebook? Listen, they they are the number one website. I mean, yeah. no, they, they're as big as Google. Yeah. I mean, every day. People are on Facebook and they sit there. They sit on Facebook. You don't sit on Google. Right. You sit on Facebook and you look at everybody's update. The next couple of years, I don't think Facebook. You know, you look at Facebook as like this website, but I think Facebook is going to be much more than that. The, and it's also much dangerous. More than they are now. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now they're like swinging their weight around. So anytime someone wants to compete with them in anything that they do, they buy them. Right. Like they did with Facebook. Like they just did. Yeah. Mm. He says it's not going to. He's not going to do it a lot. Hopefully, but you know this had to happen. How, how wealthy do you think Mark Zuckerberg's gonna be? Oh, in like twenty years? What is he? He's like in his thirties, right? He's, he's yeah. a you know he's, he's like our age. I think he's thirty. I think he he's my age actually. So when Mark, he's 28, 29. When Mark Zuckerberg is sixty. How wealthy? is oh, he he's gonna be? be the richest guy on the fucking planet. I mean. Uh, but will he be happy? Will he be happy? Who knows? Right. Well, you know what? He's with that. He's, if he's with that not, girl. I'm going no, there. To no, punch no, him no, in the he face. has to because he's with that ugly Asian girl that he's dating. He's been dating for years. Yeah, he's fine. He's chill. he's yeah. Lamping. 
She's not. She's not good looking at all. Can you can you imagine going out and just buying a Range Rover, like it's <laughs> buying a cup of coffee? Oh, Range Rover's nothing. Talk about it. Go bigger. I would rent a, a Range Rover. For the day. Well, can you imagine just being able to have that much money oh. and going, you know what? I might buy a Range Rover today just because it's Tuesday and the sun's shining so nicely. It's a good day to drive a Range Rover. It must be weird to have so much money that like you don't Kenny, have to Kenny, answer the it. question. That would be that would be great. Right. I just hope that all that money comes from And your girlfriend would be really happy with you. She would be. That probably would be a blowjob day for you. Can you imagine, like, Mark Zuckerberg Ooh. goes Every home? Every day. Is that a holiday? Blowjob day. <laughs> is that a holiday? Can you, get, Can like, is Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> goes home and the girlfriend will find something to bitch at him? I know, I guarantee. No. You know what I mean? I like, guarantee. Yeah, I'd be like, Facebook, bitch. Yes. Yes. Like, do you know who the fuck I am? I'm yeah. fucking Facebook. I know my... I'm Facebook. I'm the Facebook. <laughs> I know my social skills suck, but I'm Facebook. Um, Facebook. Is um, it amazing that a guy that's so social, socially awkward created one of the biggest social phenomenons in the entire planet of should, all time? He, he should also create blowjob day. Well, blowjob day. <laughs> well, that, that's the other thing. Spearhead a campaign. That's the other question. God doesn't give you everything, right? It gave Mark Zuckerberg the the talent or to look beyond. You know, to create something like Facebook, mm-hmm. and that, that's so far beyond what we would be, or, 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 or into the future, that people will latch onto, and this would be exponentially grow into like a massive corporation. Yet he has no social skills. No. <laughs> what would you rather be, Barry? I mean, would you rather have the social skills or the brain of Mark Zuckerberg ten years ago? I would definitely like social skills. I would rather As have someone the- who doesn't have any. <laughs> You have social skills, my friend. You are great with the social then skills. Then let's go for the fifty billion. Yeah, I think I would take that too. I would rather take the fifty billion and go play golf the rest of my life. I don't give a fuck. Golf, golf. Yeah, I like golf. Yeah. And by the way, you know, yes. Facebook is becoming so, a public company. They're going IPO. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going to be even. It's going to be worth even more money. It's going to be a publicly mm. traded company. Mm. Nothing lasts forever. Well, Microsoft. You look at you look at a company like Microsoft. You look at Apple. I mean, it's it's interesting how these companies have survived. Wasn't it? Didn't Facebook try to buy Twitter a few years ago for like thirty million dollars and they turned it down? I don't know. I don't remember. That would have been. It could have been it. That would have been crazy. Okay. Well, you know, Twitter's totally different too. I mean, Twitter really does not compete with Facebook at this point. It's a totally different thing. People use it for different reasons. Yeah, right? I mean, people compare the two, but it's not a it's not a comparison to make. Twitter is the toilet of the internet. I absolutely hate Twitter. I hate well, it, but I have best. to do it. It's my I favorite it. thing. It's, do, you, do you tweet a yeah, lot? It's the washlet. It's the washlet of the internet. <laughs> you know what though? Twitter is so simple, yet it still is. Yeah, man. It's, it's still up there amongst the big, big two, I guess, or big three now, uh, with Instagram because it got all the the popularity now. Apparently, uh, this is according to the Atlantic. Uh, Instagram is now worth seventy-seven million per employee. Mm-hmm. But I don't know for, if they're going to get shitty that. Filters, for shitty filters. For shitty filters, isn't that nut nuts? I Let's mean, invent ten shitty filters for yeah. people. I mean, I, I just, cool I, I'm just trying to think. Like, okay, l- let's figure this out. People have really shitty cameras on their phones. Yeah. So how can we fix that? I know. 
Let's make it even shittier than it actually is. Right. So let's take a camera that's awful. I mean, my, all these phones are awful, except for the iPhone. The cameras are awful. How do we hide that? We make it even worse. Yeah. Right. And we'll become a billion-dollar company. Yeah, so that's what happens in music. People write shitty music, and then they hide it behind a cool aesthetic. Yeah. You know? And then suddenly, ooh, this trendy new sound. Like, what are you talking about? It's auto-tune. Just, I thought Jay-Z killed being auto-tune. Nah. It'll yeah. never die. <laughs> no. It's a myth. It'll never die. There's no auto-tune on that Disco Vietnam record. That's I sang right. that shit. Absolutely. One take Jake's. Well, here's the thing that, that Instagram does, I mean, along with Facebook. Facebook makes, if you're a profile on Facebook, you can write anything on there that makes your life look better than it is. And now Instagram... Or you can tell the truth. Yeah, or you can tell the truth. Or, or Instagram is a way to take images of your life and share them with folks. But yet throw them through filters yeah. that makes your life look more interesting than it is. That's mad deep. Right? That's mad deep. So that's that's why Instagram is worth uh, $1 billion. And that's because why it's not about your life being better. It's about it seeming better. Seeming better. To it's other all people. fake. Yeah. It's all fake. I'm just chilling. It's all with the with the lights and cameras and everything. Yeah, man. And, and, and the producing, I guess, right? Yeah, a lot of bands that go through playing Nassau Coliseum, they probably still live with their moms and dads. Yeah, yeah. But they, they got they they won a contest to go on tour with uh, a band and you yeah, can't eat suck dicks. Yeah, I'm sucking them. What do you want me to play off of totally awesome decisions? Oh God! Oh, totally old school, aw- totally awesome decisions. Yeah, what do you want me to play? What's your favorite song in there? We should play uh, Homecoming Queen. No. Yeah. Or um, Little Infinity. I did mention Luck Into Skill earlier. We That is a real song. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's right. Homecoming Queen, okay. Homecoming Queen, everybody, on the LunaticRadio.com show.
Everybody, uh, Disco Vietnam on the LunaticRadio.com show. That is off their album. Totally awesome. <laughs> totally awesome decisions, right? So is that. Word up. And uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more LunaticRadio.com show right after these words. words. If I can stop this and play that. All right, there we go. Back right after this, everybody. What up, everybody? Nine Inch Nails, kid. What up, New York? What up? What up, California? You want to shout out anybody? Yeah, I got to shout out my man, Bo. What up, Bo? What up? Bo what? Bo Forasiski, I think his name is. Bo Forasiski. He's been supporting us since we were on the show last year, so I got to shout him out. I know he's listening. Word up. Disco Vietnam, man. It's like hot the only band stuff. I know that does not promote themselves but make classic <laughs> music. Literally, timeless music. And every song seems kind of timeless. I see. I see. Other than the Nat- Natalie Portman song. I mean, Natalie, uh, 16 from now, she'll be... I mean, I'd like to think it's still a good song. Yeah. It's a great song. Even you know, if, like, it is a even great if song. she's like old and gray, no one gives a fuck. Yeah, right. But you know, she was the hot chick at the yeah. time when you make the song, so you know. <laughs> I think but people are gonna. It's a metaphor. But the rest of your songs are are timeless and they're great. Disco Vietnam. I am honored to have you guys in the studio. We're honored to be here. Even though you guys are just laying back on your phones half the time. Now we're chilling. We're we're engaged. Yeah, no, you guys, you guys are doing a great job. Andrew Zarian, of course. Rock is not here. Uh, he won't be here for two weeks, but he's, you know, Andrew Zarian. I'm filling in. I take yeah. that as a sign of disrespect. It is. It is a sign of disrespect. Where's because Rock? Rock's not here in the uh, disco But he's in guys. New York today. I don't know where the fuck Rock is. Rock's home jerking off. Yo, what up, Rock? He's just not wanting to be a part of the scene. By the way, uh, we were talking during a break about Catfish, the documentary. Yeah. Uh, the, the woman, like the woman that was pretending to be the hot chick, did an interview on 2020, apparently. So I guess it is real. Yeah, they would have verified that. Uh, no, no, it is. The, the, the documentary Catfish was, it was a guy who apparently fell in love with this fictitious family, uh, and, and the woman who was communicating with this guy was playing the part of 16 other people, right, on Facebook? Yeah, yeah, she played all, the role of all of um, all of her friends and the people. Yeah, that's awesome. Amazing. It, it well, it's it's completely. Sh- did you believe it was real when you saw it? No, it is real. 
It's not. No, it is. No, it cannot is. be real. They have never denied it. They've not denied Barry and that I it's just not real. Dis- Barry and I just hammered the point home during the yeah, break it that weird. it's not real. No, they claim that it's real. There's no Barry, proof that it's not. Barry, what did you say to me? I just don't believe that shit. Yeah, and, and it's weird. I want it to be real. That the it. brother who shot the documentary about the guy who meant, who was his brother. Right. Uh, who shot the brother... In his, um, yeah, which is how you like justify why why there's all that footage, right? How do you justify like, that? Why there? is there footage? Yeah, of that? like his his first remark on Facebook or post to Facebook or or, or interaction on Facebook with his broad is captured on film. It's completely horseshit. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It, why is that no. documented? Why Why is that on film? It's completely Who knows? It's why do why do things happen? I want it to be real, damn it. It's real to me. No, I actually when I first saw Catfish the documentary and I watched it in its entirety, I was like, Wow, this is freaking awesome. And I tweeted about it, I, I Facebooked about it. No Kenny, you're there. Uh I, I I was all about it. I was like, This is the greatest thing ever. And then what happened? But then I Googled it and I was like everybody was like, This is fucking fake. Yeah. Why? There's no no Why was there a camera on the guy when he first posted something to the people right. he's trying to interact with that's pretty much the mainstay of the Documentary. No, Why they said that the brother, the the brother was like a film guy, right. and he started recording. He thought it was interesting. Apparently, what's interesting about a guy on a computer writing a message? There's nothing interesting about it. It's Barry. It's it's more interesting. It's a shitty documentary guy I'd that actually did a good job. I'd rather have a camera on Barry or Kenny typing a message on Facebook. Yeah, than that guy. Might be more interesting. Yeah, it really would be. Do you mind if you show me your tits? Yes, I wish you make a documentary about me tweeting. <laughs> you know, I've been slowly um, updating. I, my, my dog has a Facebook page. Oh, he does. <laughs> I think someone should make a documentary about that. See, that would be more entertaining than this catfish bullshit. My, I have a uh, shout out old, to Mensch. Shout out to Mensch. What up, Mensch? What up? I mean, and, and also, with, also, be with a the, bear. Also, with the catfish movie. I mean, in the end, you find the guys go to her part, their, her house. She finds out she's the, the girl's married and it's fake. Yeah. But yet she has two massively retarded kids. Yeah. Like, I like more retarded than you can be retarded. Yeah. That's the nail in the coffin. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like that's completely outrageous. You and think it, that's outrageous? I think that's more of a reason to escape and, reality. And, and 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 I will go to the extent that if. This documentary is contrived. That is completely awful. To 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 literally exploit a family with two like those kids were re, they were beyond retarded. No, there's a there's an interview. Let me see if I can pull up the interview. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't mean to be rude, but those kids are ridiculously retarded. <laughs> they, were, they were like the Michael Jordan retarded. They were. The blockheads. They're blockheads. <laughs> they were the Michael Blockhead. Jordan of retarded. What the fuck? But, you know... They were super competitive. Why, why exploit it, Kenny? <laughs> I, I Kenny's not agreeing <laughs> with me right here. Kenny's looking at me going, why, why am I on the show? But honestly, have you seen the movie Catfish, Kenny? No, I haven't. You I haven't even seen it. All right, watch it. And you'll you'll see how it's contrived. It looks the documentary stupid. is supposed to... Depict the guy's interaction yeah, with the I got a broad. clip of the, uh, the, like the crazy broad that pretended to be the hot chick. 
You want yeah. to hear it? Yeah, go ahead. Why not? Well, uh, yeah, go ahead. Obviously, you could have cut this off almost at any point. I didn't have anything else in my life. It was just the only thing I had going for me. Yeah. The more time I spent with Yaniva online, the less I was focused on real-life relationships. You know, we became more entangled with each other. Everybody else started to go away. I started to feel like I need... Oh, she's an actress. Yeah, 100%. That's all it. Yeah, it's completely contrived in horseshit. Was Exit Through the Gift Shop the same thing? Yeah, I think so. I want to believe that's true, but what is I it about? It was. What is yeah. it about? It's about street art, like Banksy. So why is it fake? Well, it was. I think it was produced by Banksy, a, right. and it was about um, this guy that. Well, explain. Um, you guys know more than I do. Explain who Banksy was. He he's like a, he's a like a graffiti guy. Right. Well, he's a vandal. He's a vandal. Basically, he's a high-level Right, but he, he, he elevates vandalism to art. He's literally made his graffiti into right. a living, a career, right. pretty much. Yeah. And yeah. then a guy started ripping him off, and then like, apparently he's been videotaping his whole saga right. of, you know, who he hangs out with and what he's doing, and he just happens to always have a camera on him, and... Oh, it's Banksy him. does. No, 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 the this other guy, guy that, yeah, that ends guy. up becoming uh, like, so a guy, evil Banksy. Was it yeah. Mr. Brain? Mr. Brain. Well, he was the guy that brainwash. Brainwash. Yeah. He was. He was uh, infatuated with Banksy. He wanted yeah. to film him everywhere he went. Want to suck his dick? Yeah. He yeah. wanted to suck it hard. He wanted to suck that he, dick. He ripped. He wanted him to be a part of the community, whatever right. it was. No, but he had a bunch of money, and he just made a whole bunch of crap. And put a whole bunch of money behind it, and made a, a you know gallery showing, and invited all these people. He took Banksy's idea of taking a uh, like just a an image and just posting it everywhere, like just just yeah. Well, it has, to, it has to be like somewhat provocative, and right? Like, right? Yeah. Right? He took Banksy's idea, is whatever Banksy came up with, and he took that and tried to copy it because he was such a big fan of Banksy, mm-hmm. and he did that, and, he, and apparently, according to the documentary, he be you know, he had like a big gallery. Became right. he got a following because right. of that. Because he hit it at the right time, I guess, in pop culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I think it's horseshit. Hey, no, I think it's horseshit. I mean, too. I think it's documenting what the. I think it documents kind of like a hoax that they played on on an audience of people. Isn't it ridiculous though, Barry? What, what do you think? I mean, Andrew and everybody, Kenny. Um, documentaries were supposed to tell true stories. Well, if they, this is why we all love documentaries. Because it's, they're all true stories, and it, it, it's it's a filmmaker's yeah. like he's taking a chance. A filmmaker's taking a chance when he's taking a documentary because he doesn't know if he's is his story going to evolve. He doesn't know. Right, that's true. He doesn't know. So we watch these documentaries nowadays, and we and when you find out that they're fictitious or contrived. It's fucking sad. You don't want to watch documentaries anymore. Well, everything is shot documentary style now. Like, yeah, you know, it's out, you know, Modern the Family, office. The Office yeah. uh, was definitely a big. And there's no like, there's nothing yeah, that yeah. frames it. There's no like explanation for why everything that you're seeing is being filmed anymore. Right. Like, like the the British Office, they say, oh, well, there's going to be some BBC like special about. Working in a fucking office right. and shit, but and they did that originally with the uh, the America, the America one, but, they but then like they it. just completely like did away with that entire conceit. And now there's a bunch of shows like that. But what if you were, shot that if, way? If you were the guy who made the cave 
about the seals in uh, China, mm-hmm. I believe, or it was the dolphins in China. Yeah. Uh, or if you're a guy, you're a real documentary maker, and you, and you see, and you see. Well, I don't. I don't think it's a complete like contrivance. No, I just I, no. I, I think. I think if, they if just were, they just stretch it. They take artistic license with with the form. This is what I'm getting at. I mean, if you if you if you're a real documentary maker, it's taking right. you years to make your film, right? And you watch these guys who are making documentaries. You gotta that call take, it, Karen. It take them two years. Call her on the air. What's your name? Where you're from? Earth. Call her. What's your name? Where you're from? Notorious blue dress with Monica Lewinsky. All right, call her. You're on the air. One, going once, going twice, going three times. A lady, you're a faggot. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> or try calling back. <laughs> yeah. His username is Anaconda. Or, or try again. <laughs> Anaconda. Anaconda Dick. Oh, that's the name he's calling. Is he from Long Island. He's from Battle Creek, Michigan. If you're real, Michigan is my least favorite state. You know what? He, I'm going back on my own point actually. As I uh, before I even pr- pronounce it. Um, That's what happens if, if you're um, if you're a real documentary maker and you and you're looking at and you're, you're taking years to make your film, whatever, because you're waiting for the story to evolve and you're following whatever whatever subject you're doing, um, and you and you see that these do- fake documentaries are are actually becoming Oscar nominated because Banksy's. Right. Uh, it became right. Oscar nominated. I don't know if it won or not. See, that's not right. I, I think that in that, order to be a documentary, you have killed. to be a legitimate film. You I, can't be a f- mm, made-up story. I think, right. yeah, but right. I don't think the Oscars is about rewarding like journalism yeah, or documentaries. No, it's it's about art. And it, it's, it's, at the end of the day, it's about presenting it in oh, a certain form. You know form. what? When it comes up to documentaries, it's got to be realistic. Yeah, but it, it also goes by like because if, if a comedy kill. wins in the drama category. You know what right. I mean? Like That's how I see it. I, it's not that it shouldn't be allowed. I think that they should have a separate category if that's the case. But that ruins it. Kenny will agree with me. That ruins it. <laughs> and Kenny's not in the conversation, but I'm trying to include him. Um, don't you, I mean, this fucking kid. Wouldn't you think if if a documentary that was uh, rumored to be fake won the Oscar, wouldn't that kill the whole genre of documentary ma- filmmaking? No. It wouldn't. No, it would just be like whatever. Why? Well, why is it? You think like superstar anyway. shows? Or, if, if, that, that hold, Barry, would you agree that if a documentary is made, it's it's it turned out to be fake and contrived? Wouldn't you just call it a film? Well, this happened with fucking Oprah, that guy who wrote that book, A Million Little yeah. Pieces. They were like, "Well, wait a minute, it's not completely true. It's a book. It's a fucking book." Well, I'm, I'm you know, I'm talking about. No, no, you're watching. No, if, if you no want one, to, re- no one wants to see reality, and you go to a movie theater for that, you know. It's not going to happen. I'm there. not going to a movie theater to watch documentaries, but I I would think my documentaries that I watch would be true because I like documentaries. Yeah, I don't even go see films I don't know, anymore. You just can't put rules on the shit. There's no rules. Well, the documentary is probably the last I think form the of film that, that you can with, believe. I think the problem with that book was that Thank Oprah you, felt like she was. I an like asshole. Kenny yeah, better she than like a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, Kenny's cool. <laughs> I have to wait, dude. Like the theater of the minds. I mean, we do. I mean, we do radio, and we, you know, we we try to. Right. We're we're now making stuff up, but sometimes you know you change the story around a little bit, and it yeah. happens. I mean, you don't think that you're doing it, but like sometimes you tell a story differently. If every time I told the same story a little different, somebody came up and was like, "Oh no, you're bullshitting," because you said right. it was at six in the morning, and it was really at twelve. It was really at five in the morning. I'm like, it happens. You kind of change stuff right. around. Right. And sometimes you misremember little, things. Yeah. You know what? It's a little different with a, with a documentary because you have the ability to edit 
And right. you have the ability to tell the yeah, story. Yeah, but once you have, once you have that process, ability, you've already, like, it's already not true anymore. You know, once you're editing something, I know. it's already not real anymore. But I would hope with, it, like, a documentary, it would be presented in a long form, like a 60 minutes yeah. story. That sounds like fun. You know what I mean? I, well, it's not fun, <laughs> right. whatever. They're always, they're always supposed to be interesting. They're not supposed to be fun. Right. I mean, the, the, the cave, if you watch that documentary about the dolphins in China who were literally cornered into a cave and yeah. slaughtered at the hundreds. Oh, the cove, yeah. The cove, yeah, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the cove. Uh, it was ridiculous. It was sad. Yeah. But it was true, apparently, you know? Well, I don't think there's anything not true in catfish. It's just... No, you know or what? I, I think I think it's questionable. Clearly, this yeah, I don't know. I don't know about catfish because I I I can see that documentary being completely contrived from start to finish. Right? Ever see God grew tired of us? Mm. No, no, what is that? What is that's that a documentary that that's true. And is, what is it about? It will ruin your evening. Is it really? <laughs> no, it's about all uh, the the lost boys, the, the these kids uh, that escaped. Uh, the Sudan and uh, uh, yeah, up yeah, in a yeah. refugee camp and it's see just, that probably is true. Oh uh, yeah, you yeah. know maybe who knows? Yeah, it's a good late night <laughs> hanging out with your friends flick. Yeah, Barry actually <laughs> let's smoke a blunt and watch God grew tired of us cry. But, but Barry brings up a good point though. <laughs> I mean, if if you're making a documentary, you could probably lie your balls off. It's about the Sudan or like yeah. South Africa or some place. Some foreign land that we don't know anything about as Americans, it could, could be completely contrived, you know, and we'll believe it. But yet, you know, we look, we see a documentary about Facebook interactions, like ah, fuck this lie, that's a lie, fuck that. The Facebook obsession. Yeah. Watch this mother and daughter reunite through Facebook. It's the heartwarming story. Yeah, we're download arc- Facebook for <laughs> your iPhone. <laughs> yet there are documentaries about things that happen in in Africa. And kids starving and this and that. We're not even paying attention to them. We're, we're worried about catfish. And yeah, well, how about how about a cannibal holocaust? You know that movie? No. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that? No. It was a documentary in the seventies. It came out in seventy nine, and it's about a filmmaker going to some like cannibal tribe in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. and they like she, he goes and it's like. People eating people. It's like craziness, and people thought it was a real documentary to the point that. Like uh, yeah, like they went nuts and they were trying to like investigate the journal, like the the director, and they wanted to charge him with, uh, <laughs> like I That's guess awesome. like creating like a like a what do they call those kind of films like a a farce? No, what, what do they call them? Like it's like a like the rape and the and the killing and oh, like a snuff, snuff film. Snuff film, yeah, yeah. They wanted to charge him for making a snuff film because you can't do that. Yeah, and he ended up coming and be like, no, 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 it was fake. But he like played it up for a while. Good for him. Is that why they call a chew tobacco snuff? Is that I don't know. I hope. <laughs> I just give stop Kenny. chewing tobacco, Karen. I just give Kenny a finger. Chewing <laughs> snuff is like raping your. <laughs> How do we get on this subject? By the way, you never seen. You never know. heard of that. You never heard of the uh, the cannibal holocaust? No, never. It's one yeah, of my like, least favorite holocausts. Yeah. Like, here's some of the scenes. Right after I mean, the uh, World War II holocaust. That's right, you guys are Jews. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you like, the Jewish holocaust or the cannibal holocaust? I don't know, man. Like, I don't like the cannibal holocaust. <laughs> There's a really famous How many scene. cannibals died in the cannibal holocaust? Because six million Jews. How many, uh... <laughs> 
What do you got? You guys are in your thirties, right? I'm. In, I just turned thirty. That looks great. I just yeah. turned thirty. Kenny is twenty-six years old. And how, growing up, did you have to hear all the stories about the Holocaust? Oh yeah, they're yeah. great stories. Actually, my grandmother has an incredible story. Really? Yeah. Do you have any family there? No. Both are. Our yeah, both, both are our grandmother and our grandfather. Our, my grandmother. Your great, great, great. Grandmother was there. My grandmother was is from Berlin. Yeah. And in 1933, Hitler comes to power, and my great grandfather Ben, who was the like first chair violinist in the Philharmonic in Germany, yeah. he was like, "Oh shit, this is not good." <laughs> so they moved to they moved to London, and he can't get work there because mm. he's Jewish. So he co- they come back to Germany. By this time, it's like 1936. Yeah, people forget, by the way, that how how anti-Semitic the entire yeah, entire world. continent of Europe was at that time, and especially England too. Every, I mean, the entire planet was entire anti-Semitic. Does it, does it offend you guys still? No. no. So so then she goes to uh, Amsterdam. Yeah. She lives there. There she's declared stateless. So she's a citizen of no country. Stateless. Yeah. yeah at which that point, sucks. at which point she's sent to a bag. Dead Iraq. My grandmother lived in, in Baghdad. Baghdad. Yeah, for three <laughs> years she juice. learned. She learned to drive in Baghdad. She learned uh, that she had That's... her first experience with ketchup in Baghdad. Really? And then she was sent to Uganda for an internment camp, and they what? didn't come to America until 1948. How fucked up is that? Fucked up. When did she start her life? <laughs> like in the 50s, <laughs> I guess. Jesus but she Christ. was like 55. Like Back to the Future. Yeah. You got a call, by the way. Ooh. Call your own year. Maybe it's that other guy. Call you on your yeah, yeah. What up? Nice, like, What's up, man? How are you? Oh, John from Staten Island. What's going on? Yo, man, I had to evacuate. I'm in fucking Queens right now. Staten Island's on fire. Why don't you come what's over to the Wait a minute. What's going on with Staten Island? Staten Island's a... What's up? What's, what's going on with Staten Island? There was a huge, massive fire at one of the plants. Are you kidding me? I took a picture nah, of it. Nah, dude, it's fucking on fire. Staten Island's burning, man. Yeah. Are you kidding? I had no clue when the hell, what happened? I took That's a picture of it on Instagram, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was a new story. I had sushi and I want to go to the press for a beer. Port Richmond. Are you going to press for a beer? Really? Yeah. Yeah, really. Honestly? Yeah, I swear to God. So we're almost done in like 20 minutes. Why don't you go meet him there? Well, well that's, that's why I'm calling, man. You guys want to stop by? Yeah, I'll be there. All you, right, I'll see you there. All right, I'll see you there in 20 minutes. French. Awesome, dude. All right. Are you really going to be there, dickhead? Yeah, dude. I'm, yeah, I'm serious. I'm serious. All right, text me, dickhead. Uh, listen, I'm definitely going to be there. I'll text you when I get there. So no, wait a minute. Wait, no, 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 no. Hello? I want to text. So wait a minute, Johnny. You really evacuated Staten Island? I mean, is that bad? It's bad, man. It's fucking crazy out there. So what happened? People are running. Assholes are on fire. It's nuts. <laughs> He's lying. By the way... No, 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 dude. No, it's bad. It's, it's, it's not just one uh, brush fire. That's huge. That crossed over the highway. It blocked off a whole yeah. highway for like no, all day. No, I, I traveled there's, through it. There's two other ones, man, on the uh, south side. It's just out of control, man. It's out of control. They had us. They came around. They said, "Listen, if you got garden hoses, just hose your houses down and stuff to try to like deter any kind of like uh, debris flying over." Oh my god! Yeah, it's crazy. Are you really in Queens, dickhead? Yeah, dude, I'm at 209th Street and 39th Avenue, and I'm on my way to yeah, Bell right Boulevard here. to go to the press. All right, are you really? Yeah, I swear to God. Because I'll join you. By the way, the kitchen's closing in like two minutes. All right. I, I ate already. I ate already. Right. I um, I ate at the sushi place over here in Francis Lewis, and I'm going over to uh, the press right now for a beer for a stout. All right, well, hang out there, dickhead. 
I will, man. I'll wait for you guys. All right. I love you. Love you too, baby. All right. Bye. Staten Island, yeah, was on fire. Yeah, I traveled nutty. through it. I, I put it on Instagram, my, my new favorite app. Shaolin. The Bronx is burning. Word up. <laughs> no, but you're right. I mean, it, a lot of, at that point, it was a very... Oh yeah, the Holocaust. Oh, yeah, Holocaust. Oh, yeah, Holocaust. Yeah, back to the Holocaust. Oh, yeah. We were up to the far. My grandmother learned Swahili <laughs> yeah. to survive uh, the snake bites. Jesus um, Christ. Uh, yeah. Why didn't they? Why didn't she just come here? Oh, well, freedom is... is uh, yeah, freedom uh, isn't free. It's yeah. not free. It's very difficult to get the freedom. Yeah. No, uh, but then they came here. Uh, she had my mother... And uh, my mother had us, and now we made Disco Vietnam. Disco Vietnam. So if, if it wasn't, wasn't for the for Holocaust, that, no Disco good, Vietnam. Good music wouldn't be played. Yeah. I, guess. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's 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 all because of Hitler. Uh, thanks, Hitler. Thanks, Hitler. I, I gotta play this because uh, we're running out of time. CNN reporter quotes Tulsa shooting suspect effing N word. Oh, let's do it. Uh, What's gonna happen? Facebook post on Who's air. got the hood pass here? Who's got it, the hood pass? This is a clip from the correspondence with the, the uh, I don't know, the, the woman doing the uh, live stand-up from on location and the, uh, the woman using the anchor desk. Here we go. Uh, this is good, though. Indicate that he was not prosecuted for that crime. Now, this, according to relatives, has troubled him ever since. And CNN has also discovered what police have. There was a Facebook posting made uh, just the other day written by the suspect in this case that police are examining. And it reads like this. Today is two years that my dad has been gone, shot by, and please excuse the language, it's very sensitive, shot by a fucking nigger. It's hard not to go off between that and Sharon. Sharon. Dude. Dude. Yeah. She got the hood pass. She went to both. I thought she would say effing N-word, but... ...was responding to his daughter who was asking for help when her house was being broken into. Uh, he yeah, went after the suspect... This happened on CNN, people. ...the two had a fight... Uh, Mr. Is that Gene Mitchell? Was not armed, but the other man was. An old lady who doesn't have a job anymore. That man, I evidently, according to court documents that we have found, indicate that he was not prosecuted for that crime. Now, this, according to relatives, has troubled him ever since. And CNN has also discovered what police have. There was a Facebook posting made uh, just the <laughs> other day written by the suspect in this and... case that police are examining. And it reads like this. Today is two years that my dad has been gone, shot by, and please excuse the language, it's very sensitive, shot by a fucking yep. nigger. <laughs> it's hard not to go off between that oh my and Sharon. God. Yes. How do you oh, do wait that? Well, wait a minute. You know, you are allowed to say the N-word on television. No, I understand. You can, fully but, understand that. But, and, and you can't say it if you're quoting yeah, also, fuck. especially. But she said fuck. <laughs> like, at one point, <laughs> the brain says, like, okay, you know what? This is not okay to say. I don't, I mean, I guess because it's cable, like she thought she can, or maybe she thought because she's a journalist. It's the reality. I love that. That's fucking Gross great. reality. Wait, can you play it again? Yeah, sure. There we go. Uh, CNN reporter. All right. Uh, and, and, and ready. By uh, the way, I'm, by the way, hold on. <laughs> the, the other, like, the, I guess the newsroom anchor turned around and said, Okay, Susan in Tulsa, we apologize to our viewers for such profanity being used.
We'll be back with you in a minute. Today is two years that my dad has been gone, shot by, and please excuse the language, it's very sensitive, shot by a fucking nigger. It's hard not to go off. <laughs> that, and you know what? Mind. That R held for like, yeah, a, she, like she, she three milliseconds too long. <laughs> like she really enjoyed the R in that. Yeah. Bud. She's like, take a, yeah, take a little <laughs> breath. Here's my career, maybe. Fucking nigger. <laughs> and, 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 but get ready. I'm about to say fucking nigger on the air. Here's Here the, we go. Here's the big payoff, people. God. It's not good. Would, would you do that? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to see, like, what she said. Like, she hasn't... I guess, you know what? She, she's way, saying that she was quoting, of course, you know. Part, here, part here's the ridiculous thing. We live in remarkable times. Here's the ridiculous thing. Not only are you quoting from a Facebook page... But you're on CNN and then saying two completely racist terms. You know, like fucking N-word? That's insane. Why would you do that? Listen, I just like I I I don't think there's anything wrong with repeating the word. No, if I you're don't. reading and you're quoting, but I think that's quoting. part of it. You're a journalist; that's it's, understandable. You're reading a story, but she's quoting fuck. You're not also. quoting the New York Times. You're quoting a Facebook post. I know yes. this is uh, destined to be auto-tuned and Thank you. I know. Yeah. made a beat out of. Someone do Absolutely. that right now. Isn't it insane, though, Barry? What do you think? Disco Vietnam. We we live in uh, we live in remarkable times. Yeah, I don't think uh, you think she thought what she was saying was wrong when she said it. Like, do you think she realized like, holy shit, I can't believe I just did that? No, I think she was just like, yo, let's do this. Like, you professionalism. <laughs> yo, let's. Yo, do I'm this. a journalist. I'm gonna do this. I have a buddy who likes getting like big words published in like <laughs> random publications, like words that you would never see. He's like, yeah, hey, I got this word in there. She went to. College for journalism, <laughs> this yeah. and that and the other thing. Wow! And now she's quoting a, a that. Uh, quoting a Facebook page as a quote, um, and then dropping she, yeah, the she rose, word bomb. She rose through the ranks to right. be a journalist for CNN. Right now she's literally dropping f bombs on TV. By the way, in the middle of the day, eleven forty in the morning, she's trying to. People on the West Coast are waking up just having their coffee, and they're hearing the F and F and Can you imagine? Can you imagine, like, you just turn it on, and that is the first thing you hear on CNN? <laughs> it's an idiocracy we live in now. Congratulations Bubba. to Bubba Washington for winning the Masters. Yeah, let's go Bubba. Yeah. Bubba Golf. Hey, how about that Carmelo Anthony draining it? 43 points. They won 43. game. If he, has, if he scored 41, we'd be fucked. He scored 43. He's my a, dog. He's a few points away uh, from uh, Carvel making a cake out of him. The Carvello Anthony. And uh, <laughs> available next to the Fudgy the Whale and Cookie Puss. Cookie Puss. The other uh, news, Puss, the, the notable news story in uh, LR News, I guess, would be um, Morgan Freeman dating or marrying his granddaughter, which is... Completely oh, they got married. No, they're gonna marry. Wonderful. You can do but it's not a blood granddaughter. It's like a step granddaughter. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty step. sure it's not his blood granddaughter. Yeah. It's a step granddaughter. Yeah. Listen, Morgan Freeman could do anything. That yeah. man, that man is is magical. He's a national treasure. He is. Famous quote: "Get busy living or get busy dying." Morgan Freeman. Wanted to Freeman. narrate my. Yeah. Uh, he narrates everything. My he? life. Oh, really? 
Honestly, I would. Kenny. What's your favorite Morgan Freeman movie? Oh God, Shawshank. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Shawshank is phenomenal. I like Lean on Me. Lean on Me is good. He uh, he does the Who's narration that? for. You said that? Yeah. Well, fuck you. What's wrong with Lean on Me? Fuck that. The movie's great. Come You're on, that's smoking the crack, boy. That's not when Morgan was in his prime. The scene with him and Robert Guillaume, when they're just going at it, and then he's like, yo, you just, go get something to drink. You just said the scene that when he was in Robert... With no, with Robert Rob- Guillaume. Yeah, I know. It's, Come on. It's Come a great on. scene. It's two we heavyweights. Had, we had, uh, who's the guy's name? Tim uh, Robbins? Tim Robbins? Tim Robbins, yeah, from Shawshank. Is it Tim Robbins? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a classic scene, dude. Dude, it's a brilliant movie. It's one of my favorites. But I'm just saying, lean on me. See, want the nail? Pacific doesn't have any memory? Dude, Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty is great in that. Bruce Almighty. He plays God. He plays himself. He plays himself. By the way, he uh, narrates a show for uh, Discovery. I think it's like the Science Channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? Yeah, he does um, uh, In and Through the Wormhole, which is a phenomenal show. Hmm. This seeing, guy, this yeah. guy could sell anything. He should have an internet radio show. He should have an internet radio show. <laughs> it would be the best. It would be the best. He could, he could just say words. He doesn't have to make coherent like sentences. <laughs> just say words. Everybody would listen. Oh, and callers would call in and just go. You just quote this line from this movie. That what you happened did. to our one caller? I don't know. He disappeared. He didn't try back. Here's, uh, no. <laughs> by the way, the Drunko Hotline, 206-202-LUNAS, 206-202-5666. The listeners go out and get hammered. So they call the boyfriends. Get girls. hammered on a Monday night. Call <laughs> Moms up Moms and dads, husbands and wives, they call us at the Drunken Ramblings. Here's C from Colorado. Here we go. Uh, Super CO here. Um, what the hell did I call about? I just got confused. Um, yeah, you guys let me down. There were two stories that um, have lunatic radio written all over it, and I'm pretty upset that uh, neither got reported. The first being that teacher um, who was like the elementary school teacher who was uh, in porn. I don't know. I don't know, I'm kind of worried about talking right now because I, I didn't hear the intro, so I'm not sure it's you guys. Um, and the second one was uh, Olivia Munn. So, teacher in porn. Yeah, what's going on with her? What did Olivia Munn do? <laughs> I know what's going on. Uh, apparently, we didn't cover a story that pertained to him. He, he, but we've heard that story before. There have been numerous, my friend, C from CO. See from uh, Colorado. There have been numerous stories of women that have done porn and have gone into teaching. It's happened. We've reported about it for the last 11 years. What did Olivia Munn like, do? It's like once you... I don't know what the story is about Olivia oh, Munn. She, uh, she had like nudes leaked a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? yeah. porn and Olivia Munn. Why the hell did you guys not talk about that? Just Google Olivia Munn, Munn text... Monk. Dude, I can't right. believe you didn't talk about Olivia Munn. <laughs> Olivia Munn? Olivia Munn. Can you Google that quick, yeah. Andrew, and see what's going on with Olivia Munn? It's here's, like it's like two months old. Here's someone from Washington State. <laughs> yeah, they're drinking here.
Is it called the drunk yeah, guy hotline? Or the drunk girl hotline? Oh, yeah. Come on, Karen. I need to be on it. Uh, Country Rose Take Me Home is my alma mater song. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Did you go to college? (laughs) I did go to college, Kenny. Don't fucking make fun of me. Yeah. Yeah, Kenny. I went to college, too. It's okay. Where'd you go? I went to the new school university. Of Dick. The new school university of sucking dick. (laughs) Suck dicks. I love how he rolled with that. (laughs) I would have been been pissed if (laughs) someone said that to me. I'd be pissed. (laughs) Kenny's pretty cool. College educated (laughs) cocksucker. Here's Derek from Cleveland, everybody. Hey, it's Eric from Cleveland. Eric, Eric, whatever. Put the fucking gun down. (laughs) I know the Yankees are 0 3. They're bound to win a game. Cheaters. Relax. Later. Let's yeah, go you, Mets. You know, really, I'm really Mets. not stressing about the Yankees losing uh, the, the first three games of the season. The Mets, by the way, uh, in New York, there's, uh, it, this is actually a national story because yeah. the Mets are supposed to be the worst team in the major oh, league. It's <laughs> miraculous. They're going to be. They're going to be. They're they're gonna be. Today, they're not. But but as of today, they're not. They're 3-0, and right? I think they just lost. They just lost tonight? Yeah, I think so. So here's two. Here it starts. Three and 159. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. It might be. It might be cool. Whatever, Guess man. What? For the folks out there who are not in the metropolitan New York area, the Mets just tomorrow, if you want to go to Met game tomorrow, which would be the Tuesday of this week, uh, it's $2.50. That's awesome. If you want to go. Is it really? It's $2. By the way, do you remember how expensive it was when uh, City Field opened? Yes. People were complaining how pricey it was and nobody... Bullshit. Yeah. Yep. I used to go to Shea Stadium for 5 bucks, and if you got yep. there in the second inning, it was $2.50. Yeah, that's true. I went to Shea to watch a Met game. I brought a can of soup and a stick a dollar, and I got in. <laughs> yeah, you used to be able to go to a game went. and have a good time. Went. Yeah. Uh, it was great. All right, and finally, Two Stone Mike at lunaticradio.com. Show Drunko Hotline. Kenny... And Barry from Disco Vietnam hanging out with us. What up? Yo, what up, Lunatic Radio? It's your Mike. Sitting here all nice and drunk ass, Washington, fine town. Got done with the, uh, I guess it was Saturday, just random day Whoa. in the life of a divorcee. And, uh, I'm chilling out That's with the, uh, Emily chick. And, uh, I figured a strip club and she got all weirded out. And uh, I thought you should know that. I don't know why you should know that. But, but talk, talk to her, and you know, I'm going to pass the phone off, and you can hear some random shit. Here, talk. <laughs> hey, Lunatic Radio. I love Kieran. Nice. The voice. I think it's sexy as fuck. And... My best friend tries to play me off as somebody who wants to kick out, but anyway, he de-virginized me. Is anybody hearing this, by the way? What are they saying? I don't know. Oh, she was saying that her best friend just de-virginized her. like a fucking dolphin. And I didn't like it. 
and it was sad. And I felt bad for the mom or dad or both of the people. She got fucked for the first time. She was like, I didn't like it. Oh, whatever. Uh, and the Mets won four nothing. Suck dicks. Four really? Three. Yeah, they won. Dicks, Yankees. Well, no, they're four zero. They're 4-0. They lost. They won four three in the ninth. Oh my god. Yeah, baby. Los New York Mets. World champs. <laughs> World champions. I think the Spurs. Four <laughs> down. hundred and fifty three to go. Yeah. Looking on these cameras, I'm totally getting my mom's shin. By the way, I just feel it. I don't know. Sorry. Did you didn't get your mom. mom's dick? <laughs> Oh, right, that's a good one, right? How's that not good? That was amazing. <laughs> it was tremendous. I liked it. I liked it. Disco more. Vietnam. Google it. Google it. Yeah. Suck dicks. <laughs> What's the name of the album for? Fear of Lava. Overcome your fear of lava. And Bandcamp. It's very difficult. DiscoVietnam.bandcamp.com. There you go. Is it? Is that the URL? 420. Is that really the URL? That's where we yeah. put the music, and that's all we are is music. Google.com slash Disco Vietnam. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Kenny. Kenny did it right. Yeah. Google bought us no for one, a billion bucks. Yeah, no one goes to websites anymore. They just go to Google and type in the word, and then they click on the link. So no Google rem- Disco Vietnam. And no yeah. one remembers anything anymore. They just re-Google it. Like, have you ever, like, known something, and then rather than remember it, we're just like, I'll just Google it again later. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do. Is that crazy? I do it a lot. Isn't that a crazy I, thing I, that I people do, do now? I do it a lot with misspelled words. Yeah. I'm not sure about. Yeah, just throw it in there. Word up. All right, Kenny, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> Barry, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Disco Vietnam, you guys are great. No, honestly. Thank you. And you're playing what playing on music. the... We're playing Tammany Hall on 420. Right. Friday at 10 o'clock. Uh, Andrew Zarian, thank you very much, my yes, friend. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, everybody, we'll do the dro- we'll do the hotties of the week. You guys, hotties of the week. I'm. Can I be the hottie of the week? No, you're a guy. Hottie, hottie of the week is any girl wearing a sundress. My cat. Oh. Damn. Do you want to fuck me? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. How do you want me? Hottie of the Week time, everybody. It's my pick a trick from the world entertainment team. We do Hottie of the Week. Do it every week. Go away, segment. Go away, Baton. Go away, Baton. Uh, email us with the name of the chicken reason why we'll read them on the air. Or just post them live in the chat room. I can't even see that, but who gets fucked? I won't read them anyway. Uh, your Hottie of the Week from the world of entertainment. Kenny from Disco Vietnam. Go ahead. Who do I think is the Hottie of the Week? Yeah. In entertainment? Yeah. Or media types, whatever. Oh shit! Could, a could be anybody. Um, really? Just not a girl. No one knows. A girl no one knows. No, no, not a girl that no one knows. We don't want a girl that no one knows. Right. You want a girl in the media. Um. All right, Barry. Who's your hottie of the week? Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Thank you. All right. You get the idea? Go yeah. back to Kenny. Oh, it's celebrity. Yeah. No, uh. Who? Who's that 16-year-old girl that the old guy is banging? <laughs> <laughs> that girl. All right. Andrew, who's your high uh, Maria Menounos. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, she was great on Dancing with the Stars and oh. WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go oh. with Holly Sunders from the Golf Journal. Can I change my vote? Again? No, you've done it, done it like No, I'm doing it again. She's so hot. 
Go ahead. The, that anger. black chick Shay from Sports Center <laughs> in the morning. Oh, she is on. Yeah. I like her. You're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> she got the afro thing going on. No, it's like it's something else, man. She looks. I think that's a weave. It's really, a pretty good weave, dude. Whatever too. it is, it's got a weave. She's got a good. Duck, duck. I know. Actually, I know a lot about black hair now because I read Black Hair magazine when I get my hair cut. Is it magazine for <laughs> black hair? Yeah. Where do you go to get your haircut? Uh, my buddy Carlton. Carlton Jean Claude. Styles by Jean Claude. Whatever. Hit it up. Here. Thank, you to, thank you to Disco. Hey, thank hey. you. Hey. We had a great time. Thanks to these guys. Fear of Lava. 420. Put one up. Think about us. Google Disco Vietnam. Google Disco Vietnam. Follow me on Twitter at Disco Vietnam. Check out our new record, Fear of Lava, at discovietnam.bandcamp.com. On, uh, on 420. And you can download and purchase the music, right? You can download and purchase. You don't even have to purchase it because it's fucking free. You can have it. It will be free. It's on It's gonna iTunes? be free. Just download it and put it on your on your iPod and do whatever the fuck you want with it. Thanks. Sample it, turn it into a rap song, give it to Drake. I don't give a fuck. And keep listening to Lunatic Radio, all you fucking really yeah fans. <laughs> and also and also and also suck dicks. Suck <laughs> right. dicks. We'll see you guys and later. Thank you so much, Kenny. All right, Kenny and Barry. Thank you so much, Thanks. Andrew. Thank you. Thank you. All right.